MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We are rolling whenever you're ready, Sam. Coming this Tuesday, the Virginia Lottery is... Try option three. The Virginia Lottery has newly brewed and fun to do... Try four. We have a rotating selection of scratchers, online games, print and play. Actually, just read option one. Virginia Lottery, new games every Tuesday. Perfect. For more information, visit valottery.com slash Tuesday. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, here we are today, Wednesday, the 15th day of March. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Target is closing its Washington Square store in Center City, Philadelphia. The store on the 1100 block of Chestnut Street will close for good on May 13th. A Target spokesperson says uh, that they are taking the action after multiple years of working to improve performance. To the guests who shopped with us at Washington Square, we appreciate you shopping with us us and we hope that you'll continue to visit us at another location close to you or via target.com and the target app the spokesperson said in a statement did you light some votive candles after hearing this i did i did i don't know this store though is it one of those big stores or is it the smaller store I think it's, it's a smaller one right it's a smaller yeah, one yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, the shutdown follows the closure of several other high profile stores in the area including wawa uh, it, hit, it has residents concerned about the state of shopping in their neighborhood but as of november of 2022 80 percent of storefronts are occupied, which is up from 45% during the height of the pandemic in the summer of 2020. Uh, it's also nearing the 89% occupancy it was before the pandemic. The majority of storefronts are currently occupied by independent or local retailers and restaurants. The Center City District said in their retail report that many national chain retailers closed stores across the country due to, due to the trends accelerated by the pandemic. The Target store first opened in 2016 and employs roughly 45 full and part-time employees. Okay, so 45 employees. Um, those team members are being offered uh, the opportunity to work at other nearby locations. Well, that's good. A woman died on Tuesday night after she was struck by two vehicles, including a hit-and-run driver, according to Philadelphia police. It happened around 818 at the intersection of 49th and Lancaster Avenue. Police say the 58-year-old woman was trying to cross the street when she was struck by a vehicle, uh, the driver of a white Mitsubishi who was speeding. Uh, the impact of the crash sent the woman into oncoming traffic where she was hit by a second vehicle. She later died from her injuries. The driver of that second vehicle remained at the scene. Police say the driver of the Mitsubishi crashed near the 2000 block of Belmont on Avenue and took off. No arrests have been made at this time. A description of the suspect was not available. Anyone with information is asked to contact police by calling 215-686-TIPS. Shoppers along the main line will need to bring their own bag with them next time they head out to the store. A plastic bag ban goes into effect today in Radnor Township. Officials approved the ban on single-use plastic bags back in September. Stores are allowed to give out recycled paper bags for a 10-cent fee. Businesses that do not comply with the bag ban will face fines. Uh, The city of Philadelphia and the states of New Jersey and Delaware already have plastic bag bans in place. I've uh, I've been trained now by my wife. She has done a good job. (laughs) 
Uh, and it makes total sense. I mean, really, you know, if you if you got a bag to take in with you, it's easy. It's, well, it makes total sense if you're not no a ways. moron like I am and forget my goddamn bags every, <laughs> every time. time. Every yeah, single but time. I mean, to a functional adult, yes, it it, it avoids a waste. And uh, if you just remember, you got to get into the you got to get into the habit of it. You know, you got to find a good spot to put them in your car. I and... habitually leave it right on the door handle of the door, <laughs> so it, it's now almost impossible to open the door all the way because uh-huh. there's so many bags extending off the doorknob. In, in in the home or in your car? As in my house, as I'm leaving. You got to throw them in your trunk. I'll yeah. forget them in the trunk. Oh, yeah. But at least oh. they'll be in the parking lot. They'll be right there. I'm getting closer. Okay. All right, mine I make the sit, Mine sit in my trunk, yeah. and that's where they stay. <laughs> are they? Uh, are you okay with the mess back there, Kev? Because I know that that was bothering you for a stretch. Well, that's why, I don't, that's why I don't like it, and you guys gave me a hard time, so I put them in the trunk, and every time I go in the store, I forget them. But you know what? But like, don't you bring, them, you bring it into the house. You bring the bag filled into the house. And that's my problem. I leave the bag uh, in, the in the house. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, does anybody know when you go to Whole Foods, they do ask you if you have your own bags? Are you getting like a credit or yeah. you get yeah, a credit? There's a small credit uh, at some stores. I think Whole Foods is one of them, but it's like five cents or something like that. But uh, if they, you have 10 bags, it would it save you 50 cents or something like that. Steve, I've done the thing where I put them on the back door and then I will literally <laughs> open the back door. I know. Push them out of the way. <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> so get you open the door. <laughs> the car, yes. Uh, but, <laughs> literally, the door will not close all the way. Right. It, it bounces off the wall because there's so many bags on but it. But now I just I keep them I keep all of the bags yeah. in one bag in the trunk. So I've organized my my bags into another bigger bag and Maybe I keep I'll that bag that. in the trunk. Maybe there I need was, something more more um old school and maybe like a steamer trunk that I have to... There was a... Uh, when when Jersey enacted this and uh, I was at the Acme in Wildwood Crest, Casey, yeah. and uh, the a woman that worked oh there... God. She was just, she wasn't having it. Uh, the woman, because she's like, she, I flattered how she had been telling people this for weeks. And she's like, we've only been telling you guys this for about a year now that this is going to happen. Yep. So you can't get that mad at us about it, you know? So, um, so wait, so, th- so, uh, this article says that uh, for a ten cent fee, they can give you a recycl- yeah. recyclable paper bag, which I-, I know is the case in New York. But um, in here in Philly, they don't sell bags, right? Like no, they they do, they do. So so at least in some of the, it's weird because you'll go to some locations and some of them will even give out plastic bags. I mean, like uh, flying under the radar, I guess. But. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I get charged the ten cents for but the like, bag. So, like, right over here at Target, they, so I guess they they can charge you the ten cents, but they don't have to. Is that what it is? Uh, maybe that's it. Yeah, at Target they have the uh, the canvas bags, right, and they just give them to you. Yeah, which at Wawa too, but a lot of the city ones run out. Because I mean, it's just a lot more people coming through the store. And what? So then they'll charge you that ten cents for a paper bag? No, then there's either just no bags available, or sometimes they'll have reusable bags for sale near. Right, They'll, like register okay. yeah, for like ninety nine cents. But what? So, but are you going to places that charge this ten cents? I um no. Okay, Acme over. Like I go to Acme on Mermaid Lane, and they, and they charge you ten cents. Uh, yeah, and it's fine if I, you know, that's uh, it, I'm never leaving with two hundred bags. You know, it's like one or two bags. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, no, I just didn't know because any t- any place I've gone to, they've never charged, so I didn't know what this. You can rent a paper bag, <laughs> right? Exactly. Kathy, I was at Five Below and they charged. Okay, it was like five cents. Okay, well, but in it's keeping also, with the name, yeah, and it's also honor system. Those a lot of times, it's like how many bags do you want? Well, don't they fill it for you? No, like even Five Below has self checkout now. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, got it. It's got a it. crazy world we're living in. <laughs> well, this is gonna hugely affect me when I go to uh, Home Goods. Right? Is that Radnor Township? It is. Yeah. Okay, so it is interesting how they're doing it, like my bags in. township by township too. Like you know, yeah. th- this this uh, ban is now in 
one particular township, but if you go for like to Paoli, you're fine with the plastic bag. And yet other stores are flying completely in the face of this. I went to one store yesterday that had an open tire fire in the parking lot. Well, you know, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, didn't they they keep it going? They were comfortable yeah. with it. All right, so uh this is your warning. In Radnor Township, you're gonna be charged a ten cent fee or you can bring your own bags with you. Damn it. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Flyers lost to the what? Vegas Golden Knights 5-3 last hey, night in South Philly. Ivan Barbashev scored two goals to lead the Knights to the win. Nick Sealer and Morgan Frost scored two late goals to cut the lead to 4-3 in the third pre- period, but Barbashev scored his 14th goal of the season on an empty netter to seal the win. The Flyers are at home again on Friday night and will host the Buffalo Sabres at 7 o'clock. All-pro cornerback James Bradbury is returning to the Eagles on a three-year deal worth $38 million, including $20 million fully guaranteed and another $6 million in incentives. Bradbury was named second-team All-Pro and finished third in passes defense, added three interceptions and two tackles for a loss. The Eagles also agreed to a one-year contract with 27-year-old free agent running back Rashad Penny, who spent his first five years with the Seahawks and has the fourth-highest per-carry average in NFL history. Penny played in only 42 games in his five NFL seasons and has averaged just seven games per year since 2019. The Sixers won five straight games and are only one game behind the Boston Celtics for second place Eastern Conference. The Sixers will travel to Cleveland to take on the Cavaliers tonight and tip off is at 7.30 and then at spring training the Phillies lost to the Braves 15-5 yesterday. Hmm. The Phillies take on the Yankees this afternoon in Tampa at 105. And that's what I have for you this morning. Speaking of spring training, we leave tomorrow. Yes. We are flying out to FLA and uh, headed to Clearwater uh, and broadcasting live Friday morning, and uh, then we hit the road and we go to Orlando, and we're headed to Universal Studios, and then on Monday, uh, when we do that live broadcast, we'll be giving away trips yeah. to Universal, and I'll have the details coming up in a little while about how we're going to be doing that. And these are mofo trips. Yep. Yeah, mofo. Uh, and also, before all that. Tomorrow morning. Yes. I was made aware and forgot about this. I was not made aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> we have Bruce Springsteen tickets. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we are going to be doing that tomorrow morning on the program. Make sure that you listen up. We will have your opportunity. We'll get you the details. We'll make you work a little bit for it. I mean, it's Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Crying out loud. Uh, playing at the Wells Fargo Center. So um, your chance to win tickets tomorrow morning. Do not miss that opportunity. In fact, Pierre has your chance to win tickets Today, what? Um, yeah, he has the uh, official Bruce concert warm up that's taking place Thursday afternoon during the workforce blocks as well. Ah! Uh, complete concert coverage with Brett Porsche Thursday 3 p.m. live from South Philly inside the Wells Fargo Center. Nice, so, it's exciting times. It's it like, very much it's is. like a one, two, three punch coming up. It's almost like Rizzo, a yeah, one, yeah. two, three, uh, with Bruce and then spring training and then a Universal. One, two, Three. I want to fight you. We're going to be doing no fighting. And no, the, the no. weather's going to be good for St. Patrick's Day, yeah. right? A little overcast and warm. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, or no, Friday, Friday. yeah, 65 degrees, cloudy. Oh. And then Brent Porsche is going to be broadcasting live. Uh, he's going to be at uh, Dolan's Bar in Ridley Park yeah. in Delco. Mm-hmm. And he will be there from 3 to 7 p.m. So make sure you stop by. And you can enter for a chance to win some concert tickets. And uh, Brent's going to be giving some away every hour. And they're going to have live bands, food vendors, uh, traditional Irish food, Guinness and Harp on tap, drink specials at Delco's Greatest Irish Dive Bar. 
And if you want to, you can text the word Patrick to 39333, and we'll send you a link uh, to get all the details at WMMR.com. Excellent. A lot of stuff going on, man. We're stoked about every bit of this, so make sure you hang around. In fact, we also have a secret text word today. Uh, We have your chance to win a pair of tickets as MMR rocks. Steel Panthers on the Prowl World Tour, which is Friday, St. Patrick's Day. Yes, they will be playing the Keswick Theater. It's amazing. We we spoke to Stick (laughs) Zadinia, the drummer of the band, uh, when their new album was being released, and he told us that they were playing uh, St. Paddy's Day here in Philadelphia. And also, uh, Crobot's going to be there. Nice. Uh, Crobot's great. Oh, and I forgot we had mentioned this. The band Tragedy, yeah. a heavy metal Bee Gees tribute band, <laughs> is opening as well. So that's a show. It's a hell of a show. You can go ahead and text the word SECRET to 39333 right now, and you'll be in the running for those tickets, and we'll get a winner, two winners actually, a little bit later on this morning. So we have a lot taking place, and we're glad you're here today. So let's take a break, come back in a second. The Entertainment Report and the Stupid Question will be next, so stay put. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR presents uh, Rival Sons with Dark... Uh, it's called the Dark Fighter Tour and the record company and also special guest Starcrawler will be on the bill Saturday, June 3rd at Franklin Music Hall. Now, the question I will pose to you is uh, Universal related. Oh. What is the name of the train station that services Hogwarts School, two one five two six three WMMR. All right, what is the name of the train station? <laughs> where they leave from, or where, where they, they leave from? Got it. Okay. Yeah. What is the name of that where that uh, serves Hogwarts School? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. We'll go through some birthdays, and there are a lot on the fifteenth day. Of March, we'll start with the very lovely Eva Longoria. It's very lovely. Ah, uh, yes, Desperate Housewives. Housewives. That's yeah. a huge hit for her. Yeah, that was this, she was the. Uh, in fact, in the, in the she was the one carrying on the affair with the gardener. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. that was really. I think we got to show its sexy uh, visibility. Yeah, Great. and also Steve at the Oscars, she had the opportunity to like do like a big presentation. I don't know what award it went. I was right. like. 
Is she enough of a movie star? Because I, I always look at her like more TV. Than she anyway. actually has finagled her way into like SAG, and uh, so she's kind of she's kind of very active with that stuff. Okay. But yeah, yeah, her movie. There's a, I made love to a dead body. Was that, that her movie? One, yeah, 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 that's what I think it was called. What was it called? Remember that movie where she dies and she's. Uh, we we joked about it, calling it "I Made Love to a Dead Body," right? And, and but it, that was her last movie. I remember her being in. Uh, she's forty eight today. Uh, Fabio, Fabio, oh, yeah, yeah. we love Fabio. We yeah. do. He was great. He picked up Nick. <laughs> what he said tenderly, just relax, just relax. <laughs> I, the thing about Fabio that you realize instantly is that he gets the whole Fabio thing and has fun with it. Super nice guy. Yeah. Uh, he is sixty four years old today. Uh, it's also Jimmy Swaggart's birthday today. Oh, wow. <laughs> the televangelist uh, is celebrating his 88th birthday today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, one of the most insincere, ridiculous <laughs> apologies. And right after, the wallets opened up and people were making donations again like oh, nothing ever happened. Of course. I've just been with about 70 hookers. I have sinned oh, against my you, my Lord. Oh, God. And I would ask that your precious blood... That's going to be a no. Yeah, yeah. Wash and cleanse. <laughs> cleanse every stain. Every stain. Until... Oh, my God. It is in the seas of God's forgetfulness. Oh, shut your hole. <laughs> yeah, you think all his handlers afterwards and backstage were like, oh, damn God, good. You damn were good. Wow. Just looked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Totally Way it. to go, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Phones are ringing off the hook. We did it. Uh, also, on the exact same day, born as well, uh, and we saw him at the Oscars, Mr. Judd Hirsch, uh, who was up for Best Supporting Actor uh, and in The Fableman. Yes, and, and I... I uh, love that that ha- I mean, it would have been nice if he won, but also, you know, you, you know who the money was on. Yeah, yeah and, and that, that was fine. Yeah, but uh, he was uh, he looked like he was having fun. They they pointed him out a couple of times in the audience. So. And we've had him on the show. He's great. He was yeah. great. He's 88 years old today. So happy birthday, Mr. Judd Hirsch. All right. Several musical birthdays today. We will start with Mark Hoppus. Blink-182, singer and bassist of the band. Everybody finally got back together, which is awesome. But what happened? Uh, well, Travis Barker yeah. effed up his finger, and, and now they've got to put the tour on hold. But um, So what's the... Does he have to do rehab for that finger? Or? I, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, and, and I have no idea what the projected timeline is for that, uh, for his recovery, but we shall see. Uh, so Mark Hoppus turns 51 years old today. Another Mark, Mark McGrath. Uh. Of Sugar A celebrates his birthday. He was was he an American Idol judge for a little while? Yes, he was. I yeah. believe he was. No, you don't. Mm, well, we know he was one of the shows. He was on like extra. He was one of the. He was one of the co-anchors. Or, you know what? Maybe they had him as one of the. I remember guest a, coaches on like yeah, the Voice, I, or or it might have been American Idol yeah. for a minute because I remember somebody a contestant beating up on him right. in particular, saying, oh, "Come on, really? yeah," uh, saying that the band was a joke and everything. But nonetheless. Um, I, I still, this song makes me feel good. It's absolutely fun, I, yeah. I still love listening to it. It's a good, you know, pool mix or beach mix. Totally. Yeah. Yep. So he turns 55 years old today, Mr. Mark McGrath. And uh, from the band Poison, we had a great conversation <laughs> a little while back last year at the, uh, at the Blood Drive, in fact. Mr. Brett Michaels celebrates a milestone birthday of 60 years old today. Do you know what's a uh, a, a, a little... You, you don't quite catch it, but in Step Brothers, when uh, <clears throat> they have their drum exchange... Did you touch my drums? Yeah. On the TV is his... Oh, Rock, Rock of Love! Of love. <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot about that. That's <laughs> hilarious. 
Uh, but he has he has fond memories of the Philly area of uh, hanging yeah. out and uh, getting in trouble. And I'd love, to, I'd love to have him in studio oh, one man. time. Most definitely. So happy 60th, Mr. Brett Michaels. Uh, and then uh, the oldest of the birthdays in the world of music, Mr. Phil Lesh, wow. bassist for the Grateful Dead, turns 83 years old today. Very cool. Yeah. Still tours like a mother, man. Yeah, he does. Did we? Is it Phil is the one that's kind of like uh, told, I told was not a good interview, or he's kind of... Oh, I don't quiet. know. He was What's... in this room with Pierre, and, and it was just... Uh, it, um, it, it just quiet responses. Okay. Not, no, not very, a quiet guy. Not very bullion. <clears throat> right. yeah. He's to himself. He had asked specifically when he was here with Pierre uh, Preston, he'd asked if, if we he, he had the opportunity to judge six jars of farts. Yeah. And uh, we you know he didn't realize that wasn't Pierre's show that did oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that must have been embarrassing. Uh, he is 83 years old today. Uh, Eva Amuri who is the daughter of Susan Sarandon, who is stunningly beautiful. Is that That's My Boy? That is the beginning. She is the teacher. She's the teacher in that. And you know what? I never made it to the end of that movie. I just saw the beginning part of it, and that was enough. But what I didn't realize, because I I did a quick search on her this morning, (laughs) is that at the end of the movie... Uh, as they advance in years, it's Susan Sarandon, Sarandon yeah, plays her part in jail. And, and uh-huh. she plays it the same way. Yeah. And, and he now, Adam Sandler, as the adult, falls under her sway instantly. Yeah. Uh, but that it, it, the movie is a complete junk food movie. It's I'm simultaneously horrible and yet yes. very funny. Vanilla Ice is in it. There are good moments. Uh, she's gorgeous. Uh, she is 38 years old today. Uh, Kellen Lutz, who is from the Twilight movies. Yes. Uh, also in Immortals. Profoundly stupid. Uh, turns 38 today. Is he really stupid? I've seen him interviewed. It's oh, like, no. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Jai Courtney, uh, the actor who is in the Divergent series. He's kind of like a bad guy, one of the bad guys in the Divergent series. Uh, Boomerang, too, right? Jack Reacher, and yeah, he's Captain Boomerang and Suicide Squad. Uh, he is 37. And then local fella... Lil Dicky, yeah. Lil Dicky turns thirty five years old today. I, I love his television show uh, on uh, FX, FXX. Uh, it's called Dave. It's really well done. Uh, Cheeto Santino's in it, Andrew Santino, and um, a lot of Philly references. And LD's a huge uh, Sixers fan. He goes to all the Sixers games in LA and comes to a lot in Philly as well. Uh, so happy birthday to everyone celebrating a birthday on the fifteenth day. Of March. Fries are up. Little ring for you there. Nice. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to this question. What is the name of the train station that services Hogwarts School? 215. I hope I have the right answer. 215. Uh, (laughs) Nick, write down the right answer. (laughs) This is my my answer. Okay. Uh, Because I have something else, and it looks... Let me see here. All right. That's not what we were looking for. What's your answer? Isn't your answer always the right answer? Uh, That's the rule that you said. That's where they. That's where they land. That's where they get out. Ah. Uh, okay. Then you know okay. what? Then I'm going with the other. Okay. Nice. All right. No, good. You're right. Uh, let me go to uh, Joe if he sees he has the answer. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. All right, uh, Joe. What's the answer we're looking for, buddy? The answer is King's Cross Station. That is correct. Yes. Hang on the line. I think the the question was worded. Improperly, what I was looking at, um, because they had said that the the was Hogsmeade's 
Hogsmeade right. Station. And by the way, I said that's where they land, and uh, when you take a train, you don't land. No. Yeah. no. Well, you could you could you, you could disembark. Yes. Or, or you in uh, that world, perhaps it would. That's true. The yeah. cars fly, yeah. uh, but King's Cross is where they the, the nine and three quarters is, right. and yes. they they go through the wall, Nick, and and then uh, they get on the the train. You're gonna crap yourself. <laughs> Wait till you, you are gonna crap. The Hogsmeade uh, or the Ho- Hogwarts Express yeah. at it, Universal. Yeah. It's really is a transport. Yeah, to, oh, yeah. To, to to one of the other parks. Yes. And you're really on a train, but what happens while you're inside there really? is so damn cool. I I was on it like six times, eight times, and and uh every time, even though I knew it was gonna happen, uh, I mean you're like <laughs> I know they're like right there. I went to King's Cross Station in London, and uh, there's a little platform in nine, th- nine and three quarters. Yes. You can sort of push a pram through the wall and right. whatever and get a photo. Uh, but it, it's, you know, it, it's an active working uh, train station, so oh, yeah. there's not a whole lot of Harry Potter stuff there. Uh, this, I'm very much oh, excited to yeah. see. This is the, you are immersed in the world. Yep, absolutely. All right, so I do have some entertainment stories. We're going to rifle through these. Uh, in Paris Hilton's highly anticipated book called Paris the Memoir, published on Tuesday, uh, the Simple Life star reveals that uh, she was groomed by an eighth grade teacher. Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah, she said that uh, quote, handsome young teacher was nicknamed Mr. Abercrombie, and that he told her that he had a crush on her while she was in her early oh my teens. God. Uh, she writes that he gave her his number and told her to keep their relationship a secret. She said, Mr. Abercrombie called me almost every night, and we talked for hours Whoa. about how amazingly, oh, it gets worse, yeah. amazingly mature, beautiful, and intelligent I was, how sensual oh, and misunderstood and special I was. Uh, she says that he reminded her of the 13-age year gap uh, between Princess Diana and Prince Charles, and that Elvis Presley fell in love with Priscilla when oh. she was 14 years old. Like he was. This guy had a prepared this, rap. Laying all this stuff on yeah, her. Yeah. And then the teacher allegedly came over to her house one day while her parents were away. She said, Teacher pulled me into his arms and kissed me. And she added that her parents later caught them together in his car. Which, would you risk taking on the Hilton? You, you know, right. that's what I was right. wondering. Would you risk, you know, the kind of power they would have yeah. to destroy you? Or this guy was so delusional yeah. that he thought maybe was, he could yeah. actually forge a relationship right. with her when she eventually got of age and he could get into that Hilton family. You know, somebody like that's delusional. Yeah, clearly. So um, uh, she said it took decades for me to actually speak the word pedophile. Uh, casting him in the role of child molester meant casting myself in the role of victim, and I just couldn't go there. We're learning so much about Paris over the last year or so that it's fun. It's funny too because you know, the way she projected herself for so many years with that whole thing, yeah. and now when you see her, she was on the the View or something yesterday, you know, uh, uh, and um, you know, now it's like uh, yes, Greg, it's, yeah. it's a much it's a much different her, you know, yeah. and but the it book, happens the, to the best of us, and that's that's a crazy yes. thing is. Uh, you know, like we all mature and get older, and well, you know. she has a kid now too, and she and, and so that that's you changed her. But I mean, the, I had no idea. And once she came forward about the way she was uh, treated in this school that she was sent to, and the other mm-hmm. students came forward, it's yeah. like, oh man, okay, you you know, you obviously she had everything that she could want as a kid, but. Everyone goes through stuff. Yeah, you initially think, you know, poor little rich girl. Yeah. Uh, but here she is. She's got freaking teenage or teachers in eighth grade yeah. slobbering all over her like that. So 
pretty wild. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, another one that we've talked about for uh, many years. Lindsay Lohan is about to be a mom. Hey! Yeah, the actress made the announcement yesterday by sharing a photo of a baby onesie with the words coming soon. Uh, scrawled across it, and she said, we are blessed and excited, she captioned this. Uh, Lindsay's rep told The Hollywood Reporter that she's looking forward to this next chapter. You know what the baby's going to be named? No. Chicken Finger? Chicken Finger. Uh, viewers of Lowen's former own docuseries, Lindsay, uh, will recall that in 2014, uh, she said on the final episode that she had suffered a miscarriage during filming. Uh, that was the reason that she had temporarily refused to film the show that captured her rehabilitation for, uh, from sobering up. Uh, at the time, her refusal had caused concern, prompting Oprah herself to visit Lindsay. Oprah! Uh, but, but now 36, Lindsay's been married to Bader Shamas uh, since last year, although they kept their union quiet until July when the Parent Trap alum referred to him on social media as her husband. The two were first linked in early 2020. He's a financier uh, based in Dubai. Uh, Lindsay moved to the United Arab Emirates in 2014. I wonder if he likes the Flintstones. And had, no, the, the ones in Abu Dhabi, too. Uh, 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 and had said that uh, she enjoys living a more low-profile life there. He said She said that um, her parents did not even know anything about the kid. Now, she had a surrogate, you know, give birth, so she wouldn't be showing. But um, the baby was in was with her for a week before they let the parents know. Really? Yeah, and and the, so they, they're You're talking at, about who? Paris didn't oh, let her okay. own parents know that she had a baby. Did not want the word to get out in any way whatsoever. Well, her parents, yeah, they have a track record right, as well. Yeah. So, but we yeah. were talking about Lindsay Lohan, though. We, we were. were. Oh, okay. Paris. Okay. I'm sorry, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. 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 we're we're we're, talking we're, about two we're, we're mixing two. We're going back and forth. Right. Yeah. yeah, is Lindsay actually pregnant, or is she having a surrogate as well? Uh, it says they're expecting, so okay. I don't really know. Gotcha. Uh, Lindsay, know. That's a good question. Lindsay's back in, in uh, I think, that Netflix Christmas movie she did was actually really good. And, yeah. you know, she's doing her Lindsay thing. Yeah. And she was. we talked about Freaky Friday. Yep. She was very good in that. She was really good in that. All right, so everyone's a critic. And uh, after more than 30 years of making movies, Quentin Tarantino may have something to say about that. Uh, he is shopping the script for what is expected to be his 10th and final film. I and hope it isn't. The moving title is The Movie Critic. Uh, Quentin said in a 2012 Playboy interview, I want to stop at a certain point. Directors don't get better as they get older. Usually the worst films in their filmography are those last four at the end. Aww. And I'm all about my filmography. And one bad film Fs up uh, three good ones. Um, and this philosophy led him to uh, prophesize that uh, years ago that he would retire either when he turns 60 or makes his 10th movie. This year, he will do both. Uh, the movie critic is preparing to begin production this fall. Plot details are being kept under wraps, but the film is rumored to follow a female protagonist in the late 1970s Los Angeles. Some speculate the story will follow Pauline Kael, and yes. an influential movie critic Quentin Tarantino has long admired. Yeah, he's he's. I think he was part of a uh, documentary that I watched about Pauline Kael. Uh, amongst filmmakers, she she was one that um, they tended to like. Uh, a cast has not yet been set for the movie critic, but actors like Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Christoph, uh, Christoph Waltz, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson are always on the short list. Um, if the film does center on a female main character, he may enlist the help of past collaborators like collaborators like Uma Thurman, Margot Robbie, or Maya Hawke. Um, Uma. Uh, fans have also, uh, you know, been calling for the director to make a sequel to Kill Bill. 
Uh, but the announcement of the movie critic quiets those fan cries. So the film could still be a sleeper pulp fiction prequel. It could be. But the film by Quentin won't necessarily be the last time that fans see the artist's work. Tarantino has expressed interest in directing a miniseries or even a play, huh. which could allow the director to expand upon his past work. So he may not be done working. He may be just done with film. Right. So he, the, the book stuff and all that, that he, he enjoys that as well, and writing screenplays. Uh, it could also be a sequel to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood if they kept the fantasy angle of it. A sequel? Yeah. Have they talked about that? Uh, well, I guess yeah, so time-wise. Time-wise yeah. would work out. Yeah. Uh, the movie critic likely won't hit theaters for a couple of years, so we got a little while, and we'll find out more about it as uh, the time progresses. He's such an interesting dude. I, I, I just I loved his acceptance speech when he won, I guess it was Best Screenwriter for... Um, it might have been Best I don't remember, yeah. but he was on the, the stage of the Oscars, and he's like basically like... I don't have anybody to thank except for myself because I was the one who did everything. You know? <laughs> yeah, the screenplay. He wrote it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, according to People Magazine, Billy Crystal turned 75 yesterday. We mentioned that, and he celebrated the occasion with a little nostalgia, donning a sweater and jeans similar to those he wore in a scene from When Harry Met Sally. It was cool. It was a cool photo. I've not seen it. I just read about it. But uh, it's just, okay, yeah. And he looks good. It's this big white uh, sweater that he's wearing, and he's, uh, he's crouched down in the same pose. Uh, recreating that, and he just wrote uh, "Thank you all" and wrote that on Twitter, which was cool. I like, yeah, that movie was was uh, a blast when it, it came out. It's one of the great uh, rom coms. Yep, uh, this is fun. Uh, Pauly Shore <laughs> took to Twitter uh, on Monday to comment on Jimmy Kimmel's joke about him during the Academy Awards on Sunday night, and he wrote, uh, "I don't know if you guys saw the Academy Awards last night, but Jimmy Kimmel poked fun at me in the monologue." I loved it. <laughs> and he wrote, but what I really loved is that my old buddies from back in the day, Brendan Frazier and Kehui Kwan, took home the Oscars. Never quit on your dreams, he wrote. That's so, cool. That's great. I saw headlines that made it seem as if Paulie was offended by it. Right. You know, but of course he from thought. people it, who don't know. He thought it was great. So I I, I, I thought it was a great joke, too. You know, you know, it was a good time. Paulie's last visit to the studio. Yeah. He was, it was a good interview. He was... Uh, the energy. He kept talking about this procedure he had to help him pee. Yes. Oh, yeah, a prostate. <laughs> and now I uh, see commercials with that procedure all the time. Another great uh, interview we had not that long ago. Michael Imperioli. Yes, uh, and he's uh, Kathy. He's in the second season of White Lotus, which you will need to okay. watch. It's even better than the okay. first. Has right, right. very little to do with the first one. Okay. Uh, but in the wake of multiple states <laughs> adopting uh, anti-trans legislation, uh, Michael Imperioli shared an image of. The transgender flag uh, on Instagram on Tuesday, and he wrote, Dear brothers, sisters, and siblings, fear not. Be strong. and Don't let the bastards grind you down. Love you. And I think that is from Handmaid's Tale. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Uh, and one of his followers commented, unfollowing. He wrote, you should, and hurry up uh, to other followers as well. He said the same thing. So he's uh, making a statement. Good for him. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow says one of her cherished wellness practices involves her rectum. Okay. Damn near killed him. Uh, during an appearance on the Art of Being Well podcast, the 50-year-old Goop founder revealed the weirdest wellness thing she's ever done was called rectal ozone therapy. Yeah. And she said, I've used ozone therapy rectally. Okay. It's pretty weird, but yeah, it's been very helpful, she said. I know someone... 
And I will not mention exactly who, who uh, swears by this. Okay. Really? Swears by it. Is this the it. same thing as sunning your butthole? No. 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 Because no. I know you're using ozone. That. Yeah. No. The <laughs> procedure involves a catheter inserted into oh. the colon to deliver a powerful gas. Yes. And, and swears. Now, I do frozone therapy. Okay. Where I take a small action figure from the Incredibles <laughs> uh-huh. okay, and I put it in my ass. Okay. And I found it's helped a lot. Some proposed benefits of rectal ozone therapy include reduced pain and inflammation, increased energy, improved metabolism and circulation, uh, stimulated immune system, detoxification, anti-aging, and fighting bacterial and viral infections. The problem with it is that you have to wait in line by the tire machine at the <laughs> gas station. All right. Uh, yeah. And when you're not in a car, right. people's eyebrows raise. Right. And sometimes there's a line. Yeah. And, you know. and they don't, you don't want to, no, but again, the person who uh, I know who does it swears by it and says it has um, applications with, um, you know, in, in even with uh, with animals. They, they'll use it on uh, therapy on like uh, uh, dogs and, and other animals that have all, all sorts of issues. So, okay. well, like intestinal issues? I think that's it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And what's it called again? <laughs> It's called ozone Minus therapy. frozone therapy. Right, yeah, ozone right. therapy. Steve does right. frozone therapy. Right, yeah. Nick, um, it says it can help with intestinal disorders such as colitis. Oh. Uh, yeah. And the, the person I know is is very savvy with this. And so. to restore a healthy gut. Yeah. All right. So the FDA published a statement in 2019 that stated there has been no conclusive evidence that ozone is useful for supportive or preventative medical practices and labeled it as a toxic gas. Did they mention frozone therapy? No. Uh, to be used for disinfectant or... I think, I think you're the only one, Steve. Or antiviral <laughs> properties, the FDA stated in order for ozone to be effective as a germicide, it must be present in a concentration far greater than that which can be safely tolerated by man and animals. Hmm. Uh, in addition to her treatments, though, um, Gwyneth said that uh, her daily exercise routine uh, involves transcendental meditation, Pilates, the Tracy Anderson workout, and 30-minute infrared sauna sessions. Oh, I like those. Um, I do like the infrared stuff, too. Is she, is she doing this herself? I she has a mechanic. N- I have no idea. Uh, I don't think she so. She goes to Jiffy Lube. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> uh, no, she, you can do it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, really? the one, yep, yeah, the one I'm looking at says it's at home. So I was just yeah. wondering oh. if she was having it administered yeah. or if she, she was doing go to it. <laughs> Steve, the person you know, do they do it themselves? Yes, they do. I mean, dude, you're doing this into your colon. Like, I don't. That's I don't know. Sounds dangerous. I, I tell you what, the person that I know, uh, I would, I is is pretty savvy to this stuff and and sings its praises and has provided other. I mean, other do da- we know this person? You would know this person. All right, yeah. what's their name? Let's no, just say I, I was thinking it was when one I person. meant her, I was talking about Bill Weston. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I was thinking one person, but then the way you just answered that we would know this person, I'm now not thinking. You may not. Was a couple of us would. Have you guys ever given yourself a suppository? I've given other people yeah. uh, uh, in uh, alleyways. That's no, cool. no. Uh, yes, I have. I've given myself a suppository. I mean, even just, and that's that just kind of goes into the uh, vestibule, well, you well, know? Yeah. Like, well, frozone therapy is a little bit uh, different. I do yeah. the same thing. It's uh, It's all interesting. But what about it? I just, I mean, I don't even, I, doing that, like, I'm just, the idea of putting something into your own colon, that that's pretty far in, is it not? It's far out. Well, <laughs> it, 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 right it, off, man. I, you know what? I don't know enough about this. Yeah. So I, no, I, I, but I, I have a film on my phone if you I, want to. I will have to learn more before I try to answer anything right. about These that. are so, the things that you can put in your butt. 
case, it's being absorbed through the walls of the of the colon to the bloodstream. I don't know if the apparatus goes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. It may just be like a. Um, I don't know the specifics. You just kind of. I don't want to talk out of turn. Yeah. yeah. Direction. All right. A uh, couple other things. Yes. Right. Now uh, we're leaving the butt. We're leaving the butt. Uh, we're going back to the Oscars for a minute. On Saturday's episode of the Hollywood Reporters Awards Chatter Podcast, Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences President Janet Yang said that Will Smith can still have his Oscar engraved. Uh-huh. I guess he hasn't done that yet. Uh, she said here in the Oscar, he should have his name engraved on it. She said, I don't know if he should personally come, but yeah, we can arrange that. Oh, she's afraid of getting bitch slapped. I, yeah, I don't know what the story is with that, but she did mention that. So, Oh, by the way, he, he can get it engraved. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I have been avoiding this, and I don't know what's going on, but I've seen the story pop up like five or six times now. Apparently, there's some kind of drama on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, no. oh, my God. I've been avoiding this like the goddamn plague. <laughs> I don't... And it, it dominated um, yeah. entertainment news. Uh, I could give a rat's ass. Uh, what, uh, what is the show even about? It's a reality, quote-unquote reality show. Okay. And Lisa Vanderpump, I think, is her name, and it's the people in her life. She's nuclear annoying. Okay. The hangers-on are even worse. Well, now, is it their rules, or is it they rule? Her rules. Okay. Yeah. And it was a spinoff of a Housewives show. Right. Uh, Real Housewives. When you're a spinoff of a Housewives show. But this one's successful. I mean, it's been it around is. for, for yeah. 10 seasons. Well, and whatever this scandal or whatever is happening is, like, huge. It, it In that world. I, I, I somehow got wrapped into something. It, it was on Instagram, and I was tagged in something, and so I had to look it up. <laughs> I, did, I didn't delve too much into it, but, like, people were going nuts over it. I avoided it. All I know is that Vanderpump got to be a judge on Pooch Perfect, which was... <laughs> Incredible show. Let's see if you can follow this at all. Uh, Following all of the Scandoval drama that has unfolded recently, Andy Cohen announced on uh, his podcast or somewhere that Wednesday's episode of Vanderpump Rules is shocking. Shocking! And he wanted fans to know that... (laughs) Shock! uh, That the footage of a conversation between uh, Raquel Levis... Lala Kent and Katie Maloney was not touched. All luminaries. Watch what happens. Live host said, guys, you're going to watch Wednesday's episode. You're going to think that it was recut. Okay, it was not recut. This was the episode. The conversations that go on between Katie and Lala and Raquel are not to be believed in the light of what has come out. This is how it was going to be shown, which makes it all the more shocking. You won't believe it. I am so shocked. Uh, so I, I what, don't. What the know. guy is cheating? The on guy's the cheating he, with her best friend and got caught, uh, and that's what happened. But okay. it, yeah. And apparently, the guy's kind of a, the quasi heartthrob on the show. Honestly, I want to put them all in a bag and throw them in the river. All right. Uh, thank you for clearing that up for me because I had no idea. All right, one last story, and uh, then we will move on to the clips. Uh, True Detective and Ed TV buddies Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are reuniting on screen once again. Uh, this time for a new Apple TV Plus comedy from creator David West Reed. And uh, this time McConaughey and Harrelson are actually playing versions of themselves. In Reed's untitled 10-episode half-hour comedy, McConaughey and Harrelson, along with their families, attempt to live together on McConaughey's uh, Texas ranch. And uh, those close confines put the storied friendship to a test. Apple TV Plus calls the new show 
a heartfelt, odd couple love story revolving around the strange and beautiful bond between Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Now, they seem to be of a type. They'd yes. be pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, the news comes just as the as Apple TV Plus and Skydance unveiled Reed's new project, which is called the Big Door Prize. And that show, starring Chris O'Dowd, uh, debuted with the first three episodes on Wednesday, March 29th, or will debut on March 29th, uh, followed by one new episode weekly every Wednesday through May 17th. I love uh, Chris O'Dowd, so yeah. maybe that'll be a good show, too. So we'll have to see about that. But that is the last bit of news I have to report. Uh, we are now moving on to the clips. Spend a lot of time with Bud stuff. Yes. Uh, stars Matthew Reese, uh, star Matthew Reese, returns uh, to his title role in the investigative drama Perry Mason. In this clip, he talks about his character's development. When, when you meet Mason for the first time in the second season, it's not quite where we left off. It's, uh, the, the time period is relatively short. It's about six months between both seasons. But the difference in Mason is quite... Succinct, uh, and you you see that very very quickly. Shut up, dummy. Perry Mason uh, returns to HBO today. So they made that a period piece, Perry Mason. So you know it's not the not a contemporary a lawyer. What uh, what is the period there? It in? looks like it's the thirties or forties. Okay, yeah. All right. Next clip. Here we go. Richmond Football Club takes to the pitch once again in the third season of Ted Lasso. Here, actress Juno Temple discusses the disbelief of her role. I got a text from Jason being like, yo, yo, uh, Jason here, um, got your number and uh, just wanted to chat to you about something to which I thought, oh, he thinks I'm someone else. Yeah! <laughs> uh, Ted Lasso returns Apple uh, TV Apple Plus today. It actually yeah. came out last night. Did, did it? Did I you watch it? it? No. I watched it. Yeah. All right. And uh, are I we loved happy? it. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, I got a like a, a little pop up on my phone. Just said Ted Lasso is available right now. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm right. on board, and and so we all watched it. Yeah. And it's I, just um, one episode at a time, right? Just one. Yeah, yeah, okay. And that's the only bummer about it all. I mean, when we all first found out about it, we realized that, like the entire season was available. Yep. You just kind of bust all through it. And now yep. we have to wait. I like waiting week to week. It's funny because that very opening scene, uh, I was like, oh, is this like a flashback? Um, and it wasn't, you know. Okay. It was, yeah. I was like, what's going on? All right. Here? Well, I'm yeah. excited. I'll, I'll, what I might do is watch this because it's been a while and I want Ted Lasso now is watch an episode and then maybe take a couple weeks off and let a couple of them build yeah. up. You know I think I'm going to do that because yeah. we gotta, I got some things going on and I want to I want to be able to just enjoy it, you know, that way. And I, I don't know if I'll be able to just do one. That guy, uh, Ryan Airy, we've had on the show a few times, uh, did a screen crush um, recap of the first two seasons of Ted Lasso. Yeah. Really well done. And because uh, I had forgotten stuff. I haven't watched the first season in a long time. So um, if you get a chance and you're a Ted Lasso fan, screen crush. All right. Good way to catch up yeah, and get sure. ready for the third and final seasons. So um, I'm excited. One of the greatest TV shows ever, in my humble opinion. All right, that's it. That's my entertainment report. We have stuff to get to. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Hey, just to remind you, tomorrow morning on this program, Bruce Springsteen tickets. Today, Pierre Aubert, Bruce Springsteen tickets. I don't know how the hell we got them. Listen for your chance to win. We're going to take a break and be back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show want to send you to Universal Orlando Resort. Starting this Monday, Preston and Steve are hosting a photo hunt challenge at WMMR.com. And you'll need the on-air clue to call in for the chance to win an amazing three-night trip for two to Universal Orlando Resort with flight.
delights provided by Spirit. Only one place immerses you into the action of your favorite films and TV shows and combines it with better hold-on-tight thrills in a way no one else does or can. Nobody tests the limits of absolute awesome like Universal Orlando Resort. Listen at 8 a.m. for that day's photo clue so you know what you're hunting for in the photo gallery. Later in the show, the correct number caller with the correct answer could win the grand prize trip. Preston and Steve's trip a day to Universal Orlando Resort for complete Details and official contest rules. Visit WMMR.com. My mind is an open page, dribbling in rivulets with tons of information. It is time for the stream of consciousness. <laughs> I tried. I tried to. I, I'd forgotten what Hedy Lamar the says. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need that clip. We need yeah. a clip of yeah, Hedy Lamar. It's in uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah, uh, Marissa. It's <laughs> when he's uh, he's pondering how to take care of the uh, the 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 rock. The uh, was it the ridge? The railroad and Rock yeah. Ridge. Yeah. Uh, it, what, what you'll have to look up is. Uh, <laughs> You speak prettier than a wait. You, your a mouth tw- is prettier than a twenty dollar yeah, yeah. whore or like something like that. Wait. But it's what he says right before that. Uh, that might be our stream of consciousness. Or lead in. But rivulet's a cool word. Uh, rivulet is a cool word. All right, so we're going to start with this. Lowe's stores in Philadelphia now have a five foot tall security robot. Oh yeah. Use your tongue prettier than a twenty dollar whore. Uh-huh. That's the robot? Yeah. That's the robot. <laughs> a five-foot-tall security robot that makes a uh, kind of this whirring sound as it glides around. And uh, people have nicknamed this. Uh, it's, a, it's a riff on Hitchbot and Popebot and Birdbot. They're calling it Snitchbot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a security. It looks pretty um, It looks pretty space capsule-ish. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that because it's in Philadelphia, they don't know the future of what this robot's going yes. to be. Yes. It might, yeah. not, might not make it past the weekend. There are concerns. So, yeah, here you go. Wow. That's so, scary. That's not what it sounds like. I don't <laughs> no. Know. But it's, it makes some kind... It does make some kind of an audi- audible noise so you know it's around. Okay. Is this anything like the giant bot? No. No, no, the one that goes around and, and where you can get uh, uh, coupons and things like that off it, right? You no, can get coupons it, off of yeah, no, 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 that thing cleans up messes, doesn't that's it? That's what it, well, it reports messes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it my, also, my son worked there. It doesn't have coupons on it. There was one that I thought actually dispensed, you, you could do, uh, you could do a, a, a price check on it and, and uh, maybe yeah. this is, maybe they had it and got rid of it, but, or, or. Giant didn't. All this does is it roams around the store and it essentially finds out if there's clutter that's fallen out. Uh, well, that seems waste into the uh, into the aisles and okay. stuff. They like still that. have them though. Yeah, this is. Oh it. yeah, yeah. And they are friendly robots. What yeah. do they call it, they, Marty or something like that? Something like it's, that. It's yeah. got a name. Yeah. They got googly eyes. So yeah. this thing roams around just determining that boxes have fallen on the floor. Yeah, stuff like that. A spill huh. stuff like that. But the yep. um, and the, it's only a quarter of a million dollars. The Lowe's one is not inside the store, right? It's in the parking lot. Yes. Uh, Lowe's, yes, Lowe's is in the parking lot. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, Snitchbot, uh, it is the 5K autonomous outdoor security robot, and it's manufactured by Nightscope, uh, a security tech company based in the Silicon Valley, and uh, it's part of a pilot project to heighten the security and safety of their locations, according to Larry Costello, who is Lowe's senior manager of corporate communications. They're not killbots. <laughs> So uh, Milo's that I I visit at the Metroplex recently, like um, I want to say maybe just before the holidays, somewhere around there, these blue lights went up in the parking lot. They're they're small. They yeah yeah. I'm wondering if it has anything to do with this. Sort of like a, 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 a an invisible fence for the. Uh, 
but guide they're, robots? They're higher up. Like they're kind of they, they might be a little lower than like the street lights. Maybe those are the flying killbots. Um, and they're they're very small, but there's like a couple of them throughout the parking lot. So yeah. I'm, I'm oh. wondering if it has to do with this. And Kath, I noticed that. Um, um, the the one in Plymouth Meeting is the one you're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, and and I noticed that, and they weren't there before. Like, right. it's a relative, like within the last year or so, they've gone in, and they're they're really noticeable now. So yeah. is it, did Star Wars kind of inform things like this? Right. Do you think absolutely? Uh, what that, like design? Well, I mean, just in general, the, you know, yeah. like droids, like uh, sure. little, little uh, autonomous bots that run around. Did 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 the engineers get ideas from that movie we to did. do things like this, do you think? We asked this question, or I think I did ask this question to Neil deGrasse Tyson. What What do you think happens more often? Yeah. That what scientists are working on informs what science fiction writers or speculative fiction writers come up with? Yeah. Or is it the other way around? I would hazard a guess, Preston, that it's literature and like Jules Verne and stuff yeah. that has said... I mean, scientists go, well, we should try that. We yeah. should do that. But I, th- I think that it does happen that way a lot of times. It's not a coincidence at all that uh, the security bot at um, Lowe's kind of looks a little like R2-D2. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, the, like the design, the painting, there, there's similarities, and that's not at all a coincidence. I need to repair my sink. So four Lowe's stores uh, in South Philly, Northeast Philly, Port Richmond, and West Philadelphia. These are not the pliers you're looking for. Uh, <laughs> began testing the robots in February. Uh, others are being piloted in Washington State, North Carolina, California, and D.C. So when it exerts its security, what is the what is its range of capacity? What does it do? Uh, so it uses uh, 16 microphones and a range of sensors, including uh, LIDAR and sonar. I don't know what LIDAR is. It's like is. a LIGAR. L-I-D-A-R. Isn't it laser? Uh... Uh, to detect anomalies and report them in real time to Lowe's central yeah. monitoring team. Laser oh, scanning. Okay, so the robot also has uh, four wide-angle cameras, which take 360 degrees of high-definition footage. So these aren't AI. Right. They're there to assist the security guards. So somewhere in within Lowe's, there is a series of cameras where someone, we assume, is sitting there and and uh, keeping an eye on what's going on in the parking lot. Yep, and I think it also... The, and that's C-3PO. Oh. I think it... <laughs> Wait, that that oh. looks dangerous. Uh, I think it can alert them to things that... Attention. <laughs> That it notices. What is it alert? That's what I mean. What what is it noticing? Uh, well, actually, one of the things in, when I one of the reports I saw on is, is is believe it or not theft from the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff yeah, like that. How how is it detecting theft? It, it's their cameras. It's actually what it's basically doing is a robotic camera that is out surveilling the the. the so someone has to be monitoring. Yes, it then. yes. So it's you don't not- want to give it AI. It is not meant to replace human security guards, but to provide them with better situational awareness and give okay. companies evidence for criminal prosecutions as well. So it, it has recordings. It also serves as a visual deterrent. Yes. You see that thing? You don't know if it's a kill bot. Uh, at the Lowe's in South Philly in Port Richmond last week, 5K robots were stationary outside the stores with security guards parked next to them. The 5Ks are equipped with thermal anomaly detection and people detection like predators. Uh, to spot individuals in places they should not be or times of the day that they should not be there. Yeah. Uh, while the 5K can detect human beings, it does not have facial recognition. Uh, the robots are able to recognize license plates and mobile devices if uh, that information has previously been identified by Lowe's and entered into a database. So okay. it's 
it can identify mobile devices. That's what it says. So if you're using your phone or your phone is on you, it can access that? If information has previously been identified by Lowe's and entered into a database. Can it make crank calls to your mother? Maybe. So wait, so maybe if you are somebody that uh, repeatedly steals from the store and and they know who you are and they've entered your information into their system, it can detect that you've arrived? And that's what what the LiDAR does. Well, oh, really? Yeah, it can can recognize your face. So LiDAR... No, um, no, it says it does not have facial recognition. Well, it said, said here clearly it does not have okay. facial recognition. So lidar uh, can do does facial recognition with your with your iPhone. Okay. So the, and so maybe they don't interest employ that in this uh, security robot. But that's hardy har har. Uh, but Kathy, the license plates as well. So if there's a repeat okay. offender or something like that, yeah. they'll be able to recognize their car and alert people that someone's on property. Okay. Um, it says the the sound that the five K makes is a patrol sound. To alert people who are visually impaired. Oh, okay. And uh, the robot is equipped with two-way communication, which allows the user to deliver customized messages through it. Uh, so people can also call back for security by pressing a button on the robot's back. Security be right out there in a minute. Yeah, so I guess it can talk to people like that. He's It'll- not the droid he's looking for. Uh, so, according to Nightscope's website, its robots are used by airports, hotels, police departments, casinos, and schools. I've never seen them other than the, the Lowe's. Um, and Nightscope retains ownership of its robots, and the client pays about $6 to $9 per hour for an annual contract. This is like very Cyberdyne. Yeah. Very Skynet. You think somebody's going to steal the robot? <laughs> yes. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of time, right? <laughs> I am being held captive. So <laughs> I mean, just to be ironic, people will do yeah. that. All right. And the robot can't even hold up a newspaper to show you what day it is. Uh, they're ha- they have had some hiccups along the way since their debut in 2015. So they've been around for a while. This is nine years they've yeah. been, or, or eight years have been going. Uh, 5K robots have made headlines when a toddler was hit by one at a uh, Palo Alto mall. Uh, the, the night scope claimed the child ran backwards into it. And uh, one fell into a fountain at a D.C. office building. <laughs> And a San Francisco SPCA uh, retained one to patrol for vandalism and burglaries, uh, but was accused of using it to deter people experiencing homelessness from the facility. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Okay. So this is of that that same uh, family of robots. I wonder how how, uh, this will catch on or if a lot of other businesses will adopt it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's being used mainly as as to expand their security presence or um, uh, surveillance, then yeah, it makes sense. Would, would you, for example, you're you're say at KOP or whatever, Kathy, and you're in like you know, it's it's later in the evening, and one of these robots is around perusing. Does that make you feel more comfortable? I mean, I I guess I need to know what's yeah. what's happening behind it. Like, if there is right. actually someone monitoring it, then yeah, I guess so. Sure. Right. Well, would the one feel- thing about it is is it records video and audio and stuff like that so it could, you know, have a record of if somebody assaults you or or, uh, tries to steal from you or something. I saw everything. (laughs) Kathy, what if you are at the Camp Out for Hunger as you're walking in and you're walking past security, would you rather have that (laughs) robot there or would you rather have a guy snoring his ass off (laughs) in a chair? Sleeping in a chair. (laughs) What would you rather have? He was there all night. Well, what if that the robot's there and the guy who's watching the videos back in in the office Office is asleep. asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. I have some other stream of consciousness thingies. Uh, did Marissa find that audio, that clip? Uh, that, I don't know. Blazing Saddles. We got this one. Oh, you did? Hang on. Take a look at my face. 
dick. Okay. <laughs> That's RoboCop. Yes. Oh. I had that ready. That's good. Because you're talking about robots? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a classic. <laughs> All right. Hang on uh, a second. Is that the dad from uh, That 70s Show? Yes. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. He, he is one of my favorite He's, jerk actors. Haywood, yeah. Haywood Smith, is that his name? Uh, he played Kirk. the dad in, in uh, um, Dead Poets Society. Yeah. He's yeah. evil in that. Kirkwood Smith, I think. Kirkwood Steve? Smith, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, here you go. This is my stream of consciousness nerd speech. Here we go. My mind is a raging torrent. Flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. There you go. That's the stream of consciousness, nerd. And then Slim Pickens says, "You use your mouth prettier than a twenty-dollar whore." All right, uh, Marissa, or I mean, uh, Kathy sent this over to me. Uh, popular on Instagram, it was one of uh, Oprah's favorite things. But now, the Bindle bottle is being recalled after Consumer Reports found potentially dangerous levels of lead in it. No, what? And I think we have one of these at my you house. You have a bindle bottle? I think so. <laughs> oh, my God. We have something similar to that. So bindle bottles are bad. Yeah, they're bad. Uh, bindle is voluntary recalling its sip and stash water bottle. Uh, Consumer Reports test found alarmingly... High levels of lead in the bottle's bottom storage compartment. Wait, levels that were over a thousand times the amount allowed in many consumer products. Oh so that's a lot by my reckoning yeah. when you're exceeding it by a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bindle this, bottle. This is ridiculous. Like, Why would Oprah do this? <laughs> uh, in the Bindle bottle's bottom storage. In the yeah. Bindle bottle's bottom. Yeah. Uh, the they also sell rubber baby buggy bumps. Uh, compartment, there's a spot of lead solder uh, that's sealing the different parts of the bottle together. So anything you put into the storage compartment can potentially become contaminated with lead. Okay, it's a storage area. It's not necessarily where you're drinking out of. Oh, okay. Uh, but still, yeah, you might put something that you're going to be consuming in there. Uh, and exposure to lead can uh, increase cancer risk, cause reproductive harm, hurt brain and nervous system development as well. Uh, there's another hidden danger in the bottles as well. CRs. They're uh, piranha. Uh, CRs tests also found, uh, that's Consumer Reports, some of them contained um, bisphenol A or BPA, a chemical linked to fertility problems and certain cancers, uh, even though the company claims the products are BPA-free. BIPA. Uh, because of these reasons, uh, Consumer Reports is warning consumers to immediately stop using all of Bindle's water bottles, all of them. So they were pretty popular, right? Yeah, yeah. it's one of Oprah's favorite things. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we have so many water bottles in my house. And, and Are they all Oprah approved? No, but we don't have these. We have Hydro Flasks. We have Yetis. We have, uh, like, the BPA-free uh, plastic ones, hard plastic ones, yeah. but uh, none of these. But I'm so glad that there are people out there that check up on this stuff. Uh, so Bindle has said that uh, production of Bindle bottles has been suspended and will be overhauling going forward, uh, eliminating the presence of exposed lead anywhere on future products. Uh, if you have a Bindle bottle and you want to contact the manufacturer, go to Bindle's recall page uh, f- to complete the form and receive a free repair kit. Yes. If you want to fix It'll be that. Bill Brumford who handles the Bindle bottles. <laughs> you want to fix that yourself. Uh, the Bindle bottle has since been removed from Oprah's list of favorite things. Uh-huh. She got it off. Quietly of taken off the list. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, a bill has been reintroduced into the House of Representatives that uh, changes, challenges the standardized five-day 
40-hour work week. Oh, yes. This was also part of the Bindle Bottle Braille. Never in our lifetime will this happen. It will never happen. Man, it's wonderful that things are maybe heading in that direction. Uh, California Representative Mark Takano's bill proposes making a four-day work week of federal law. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mandate would create a significant change which will increase the happiness of humankind, he said. Right. Is this the guy running on the daylight savings thing? Because um, we'll, uh, <laughs> that'll never happen either. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, so in June of 2021, the U.K., ran a trial uh, bringing the four-day work week to the forefront. And in the study, over 3,300 employees from 70 different companies worked on a four-day, 32-hour schedule while still receiving 100% of their pay. And in the results, the workers continued the same productivity levels compared to 40-hour work weeks. Was that across Was that across different types of occupations, different lines of work, or was it primarily office work? It says 70 companies. I don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah. But it, it does affect um, uh, salaried employees more than hourly employees. I, I posted something on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, this study by uh, that Nadia Whitom um, uh, published, and... Um, and there are a lot of valid, good reasons for a four-day work week. Um, but uh, several people pointed out to me on Instagram, uh, politely, I might add, yeah. uh, that um, if you're an hourly employee, uh, you probably want to maintain the hours that you have. Right. If you're a salaried employee, that makes sense. you can work the 40-hour work week in different shifts or in a four-day work week. Let's say you're working the soldering line at Bindlebottom. <laughs> right, right. But, like, all right, so would you rather have off uh, that Monday, that Friday, or in the middle of the week, so you would go Monday, Tuesday, off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, off I've, Saturday, Sunday. I've had all those scenarios, actually. Yeah. And and you, you know what was oddly good was the Wednesday off. Right? It was kind of wild. I could see that. Yeah. It was yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got a lot of response on this. And, Steve, a lot of, there were um, shift workers that are able were able to choose their hours, and many people voted for that middle-of-the-week work uh, yeah. day off. Isn't that weird? Because uh, um, I've had it. Some, I, I some enjoyed people it. were talking about doing, like, um, you know, uh, twelve, uh, three twelve-hour days, and then picking up like a four-hour shift later. Like it's it's interesting what options are out there now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be, I'm I'm intrigued by the notion of that one day breaking it up in the middle thing. That might be kind of cool. But breaking it up is hard to do. It is, man. I'd love a three-day weekend. That's that nice too. For me, that's that's the way to go. Well, we've experienced that over the past couple of summers uh, yeah. via vacation in uh, in July and August, and it's nice. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of people out there that are so supportive of that. <laughs> you know what happens? One of us doing that. Yeah. Uh, just one guy in Too particular. Bad. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> we're allowed to have take off, right? Yeah, it's our vacation. <laughs> you can do with it what we. In uh, fact, if you have vacation, folks, take it. Take it. It's yours. It helps me to enjoy America's Funniest Home Videos when I go <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday night. Oh, my God. You stay up and watch it. I, yeah. Uh, so after the study, 90% preferred uh, the new model, uh, and multiple British companies have established uh, Takano's proposed framework in their business. Commercial Workers Union, American Federation of Labor, and Congress of Industrial Orgs, uh, four-day week orcs? global, not orcs. Oh. Uh, Service Employees International Union and United Food co-signed the congressman's new business layout, endorsing the bill. Would this apply to robots like that uh, work at Lowe's? Would they get a four-day work week? Yeah, maybe. Do you think, um, listen, I I do enjoy, I'm a bigger fan of the extended weekend. uh, You know, I'm a bad vacation taker. I'm trying to train myself to to be a little bit better at it, but... um, the the long weekend is always a joy. I find. Yeah, it's nice too. I, yeah, I think if you're a better employee and your and, and your employer approves of it, 
I don't see where the loss is. To yeah. me. Like, if, 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 the, you if you're are, not losing productivity. If, well, yeah. in, in some cases, you're increased yeah. productivity because you're, you're not burning out. You're not taking additional sick days. You're not um, exhausted. You know, the way that I view weekends now, and, and we have weird sleep schedules, and we've talked about this a million times, but, like, the first day of the weekend is catch up on rest. And then the second day of the weekend is... All right, well, the weekend's almost over now, and then mm-hmm. you got to get back to work afterwards. And listen, we, we have great jobs. I'm not complaining about the work itself. I just think, like, you can do work better and do work smarter My uh, favorite if, part, you, if you're able to adjust the hours. My favorite part of the weekend is actually Friday. Exactly. And, Friday, and why? Yeah. In part because you don't have the stress looming right. over you of going back to work on Monday. Yeah. I think I told you guys this before, but a friend of mine worked for a European company. She was based in the United States, but she would have to travel a lot you know, over to her office, her different offices, and um, they adopted the European model of vacation and yeah. work days and all of that, and she they like encouraged them to to take vacation, she had a month off one time and and went to Europe. And I forget what the deal was, but she got you know special compensation for it because she was traveling to Europe for vacation. But they she she literally took a month off from work. But she said that the um, turnover rate at her job was so low because yeah. Yeah. everyone yeah. loved enjoyed yeah. so much working for them. Uh, my wife has family that lives in Scandinavia and in Sweden, and they they get a a large amount of vacation, and a lot of people will take it in a Six chunk. week chunk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll take a chunk off, yeah. and and it's in, incredibly reinvigorating. I literally uh, just uh, tweeted, not tweeted, uh, Instagrammed out this meme yesterday, where it says, you know, European out of office emails. It says, "I'm away camping for the summer. I'll email again in September." Uh, yeah. And then it says, "American out of offices. I have left the office for two hours to undergo kidney surgery, but <laughs> you can reach me on my cell anytime." Right. I know my buddy, my buddy Steve, my best friend, is a uh, he's a manager and. Um, when he when he leaves and comes visits here and he'll be you know he'll be here a week or so and he will tell everyone don't e- don't text me don't email me I'm on vacation and every day of course every day of course they're trying to they're asking him to help out with something he's just like nope shaking <laughs> does he his say head. no no he helps what, out what does he do he he, he will respond no no you know? What, what's his job like what oh, is... he does uh 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 land title uh stuff so if you're oh, selling right. a home yeah, or yeah, a property yeah. okay. the, the the title on the but it's just constantly all the time so if you can get away from it completely then uh that's that's what vacations are for gang all right anyhow uh that's all we have time for stream of consciousness or wise my mind is a raging torrent with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. So we wrap it with that. Um, don't forget, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day this morning. So we'll take a break and do that when we return as well as some bizarre, bizarre file stories. Stay with us on this Wednesday morning. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because... Nah, we're good. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com health for more details. 
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kath, hang on. We'll get the sponsor in a second, okay? Because we're about to go live. Uh, okay. Let's do that in just hey, a moment. Here we go. Hey. What's up? How are you? Morning, guys. So, folks are sharing their biggest deal breakers when, it, when they go out to eat. Let me just give you one of them. Any place that doesn't put prices on the menu, do you... Now, see, that doesn't bother me. I, I don't need the price on the menu. How about you guys? I, I would prefer the price on the menu just to know, just to have a little bit of an idea. But, you it, know, it depends. Yeah, yeah. If it's a good place that you've been really wanting to get into, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're obviously, you're probably loaded for bear at that point if you know it's probably going to be pricey. Yeah, you would know going yeah. into a restaurant ahead of time it's going to be expensive and just to be ready for not, that. But. Not a deal killer, though. Right. Yeah. Here's my number one. I don't know if it's a deal deal killer, but it, but it's so hard to read the menu that I have to bring out the flash. <laughs> oh, I hate that. The menu. Oh, absolutely, okay. <laughs> Karen. I hate when they have the uh, the uh, the print is like is like light purple on a. On a on like on a pink background, yeah. and I I'm there. I have yeah. basically the lights in front of uh, the uh, you know the theater pointed down on the uh, the table mm-hmm. so I can read the freaking thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard. I actually got one of those dumb little uh, magnifying glasses with the built-in light so I can look like I'm 111. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one I don't like is when the. And this is the way it is in New York a lot. The tables are so close together that your butt yeah. rubs up up against the other table and the plates. Have, have you ever been to Mama Leone's? And it's, it's a famous Italian, yes. right? Right. That's one of those cattle car. Uh-huh. You're jammed in. It's got great and and not just butt to butt, but yeah. side to side. Like I'm not dining with these people uh-huh. that are right next to I me. You don't want to get the marinara spray yeah. from them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about music? It can be way too loud in some places. I just, I'll just leave. I it and and not only that, Mike. And here's my old man coming out. Do I you mean, have a magnifying glass, just, dude? If it's just loud period of people talking, even I'm like I I've done so much damage to my hearing over the years. What gets it done? Music? Just one kettle drum? That'll do it. Yeah. Yep, one yeah, kettle drum. drum. <laughs> <laughs> but but hey, the, when are you guys going to Clearwater? Oh. Uh, when? Uh, we're leaving tomorrow, right after the show. Flying down and broadcasting oh, okay. live on Friday. Very excited for it. That's nice. Okay, Alex is down there right now. Um, and the, it's supposed to get warmer over the weekend when yes. you guys are there. Nice. Yes. Well, cool. Yeah, well, what we found out is the first time we went down, and we're like, oh, we're in our shorts and T-shirts, ready to broadcast <laughs> in the morning. It was about 43 degrees. Yeah, not kidding. Yeah, yeah. It was Until the sun comes up. And we yeah. were outside. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what Alex is uh, uh, experiencing right now. <laughs> All right, well, uh... We'll Thanks, see you next guys. week. Bye, guys. Yeah, so Alex is there right now. They were going to see if they could uh, channel her in during that, but uh, obviously it didn't happen. But she's gonna, we're going to miss her. She's coming back right as we're going there, unfortunately. I'd love to hang with Alex I in know. Florida. I know, me too. All right, uh, Cap, we skipped the sponsor for traffic. Yes, in this segment brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Get lucky with Philly's hottest slot machines and live action tables or bet on a bracket at FanDuel Sportsbook. Live, visit livecasinophilly.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Nice. Uh, right before we do the right, we B file, uh, can I do a couple shout outs? Yes, quick? absolutely. Uh, this says, hey guys, can you please perform a shout out? Perform a shout out. Oh, wow. I, okay. well, these are all recorded, but I'll give it my best. Right, here we go. Uh, for my <laughs> lovely daughter, Ashley Gorsup, who will turn 39 on the 18th of March. We miss her dealer since moving to Florida. Mm. And she's an avid listener of your show. She is under the weather right now, so I hopefully. Should... Has she moved to Florida? Or are they? I think they did. Oh, good. Um, and so she said, so hopefully this will brighten her day. Uh, we can't wait to see her and her husband, Tom, and May. I love you, Ashley. Happy birthday, my sweetheart. Keep in touch. Uh, no, it says keep it in nooch. Keep yes. it in nooch. <laughs> That's for Mark and Joan Emmons, uh, who live in Ormond Beach, Florida. So here you go. And then another quick one says, press and crew want to see if you can do a shout out. Uh, okay. It says on March 20th, between 7.30 and 8 a.m. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's my wife, Annie, uh, and son, Jack, uh, their birthday on Monday, the 20th. And listen, we're going to be broadcasting from... Uh, Orlando at yeah. uh, Universal Studios, so I'm not going to probably be doing shout outs then. Uh, so they always listen to the show on their way uh, to their schools. What better way uh, to show my love for goofy seven year old and phenomenal wife, mother, teacher uh, than a big old juicy shirt? Thanks in advance. That is from John Sabo. So here you go. For you, my friend. And yes, speaking of Monday and broadcasting live, uh, I want to remind you. That on Monday, we want to start sending you to Universal Orlando Resort, okay? So, Monday the 20th, start listening weekday mornings at 8 a.m. for the President Steve Photo Hunt Challenge. You will get a clue on air. Then you will check out the photo gallery at WMMR.com. you be the correct number caller later in the show and correctly identify the photo and answer from that morning's clue. You could win a trip for two to Universal Orlando Resort with flights provided by Spirit. For more information, go to WMMR.com. We'll be giving away five of those next five. week. Monday will be the first one. And uh, just stick with us all week long next week for your chance to win. And we're going to give you a little taste of what we've experienced to get you excited for winning, winning that trip as well. Well, we're we're already profits. We yep. can tell you it is a phenomenally good time. Oh, it's amazing. So I'm very excited for it. Uh, and a reminder, too, Bruce Springsteen tickets tomorrow morning on the Presidency Show. Later on today with Pierre Robert. Your <laughs> opportunity to get those. Make sure you stick around. Let's do this. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you by Red Robin. March Madness is heating up at Red Robin. You can get 10% off all uh, off all of uh, pickup catering orders uh, throughout the month of March. And you can order today uh, at order.redrobinpa.com. Red Robin. Yum. All right. So a 39-year-old Florida woman is facing a felony battery charge for allegedly striking her 68-year-old boyfriend in the eye. With an avocado. No! Oh, no! Police say Carlene Bizwanger. That sounds like something out of uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. The Bizwangers yeah. and Schnozloggers and Renish's Knibs. Uh, she and the victim have been living together in a St. Petersburg apartment for about a year and have been engaging in consensual sexual intercourse. Once you've nailed Bizwanger, man. During a confrontation Sunday evening, police allege that Bizwanger threw an avocado at the victim's face, 
causing injury to his right eye. An avocado? Well, yes, I guess you could. If it's not ripe. Yeah. Uh, and still, it's they're pretty damn firm. Does that she would hurt. keep a bowl of throwing avocados? Maybe she does. Bizwanger also allegedly threw a hanging rod that struck the man in the arm. Hit Pudpuller right in the face. A portion of this incident was witnessed by a neighbor. The alleged battery occurred at an apartment complex for residents age 62 and older. After being read her rights, Bizwanger denied directly striking the victim. Bizwanger was arrested for battering a victim age 65 or older, a felony, by the way. She was released from the county jail without bond late Sunday night. Now, Bizwanger's rap sheet includes multiple convictions for illegal possession of Xanax, as well as convictions of theft, DUI, obstructing justice, probation violation, and driving without a license. Oh, Bizwanger. Any other produce charges? No, that's the only one. Three hikers in South Africa sustained broken legs following an attack by agitated baboons who rolled a large boulder down at them. Little bastards. A Facebook post detailing the alleged interspecies assault is currently blowing up. Now I'm going for the turkey. According to the post, the freak incident occurred last week. Uh, I'm sorry, last month after a group of seven hikers embarked on an, uh, it says an abseiling expedition. Not familiar. In the remote uh, Banoke Mountains in the Western Cape. Uh, The excursion was was going well until the second day when the adventurers stopped off uh, for lunch and they noticed a troop of Cape baboons on a cliff above them. The simians, which are some of the world's biggest monkeys, weighed up to 80 pounds and measured four feet long, appeared agitated and curious about the humans below. Uh, The alpinists didn't think much of it and continued their descent down the cliff, and that's when things started to get rocky. Uh, two of the hikers What's going on? decided to... <laughs> uh, one second I'm walking along and getting bowled over by baboons. Uh, that's when... <laughs> they got orange buttholes. <laughs> two of the hikers decided to rappel on down a waterfall when a massive 132-pound boulder, apparently dislodged by the baboons, struck the ledge of the remaining five were standing on, and the massive stone exploded on impact sending shards of razor-sharp rock flying into the hikers like shrapnel, breaking three of their legs. That's pretty wild. And leaving another with a flesh wound. Uh, Meanwhile, a fifth hiker was nearly knocked over a ledge by a stone, but was halted mid-fall by his safety harness. Uh, Unfortunately, a primate-triggered rock slide was far from over. The mad monkeys allegedly continued to rain stones down on the hikers like something out of a medieval siege, forcing them to seek shelter in the cliffside. Uh, despite their remote location, the hikers managed to make an SOS call, and an Air Mercy Service helicopter and a team from the Wilderness Search and Rescue uh, were mobilized for this whole thing. Man, so they, they were attacked by a, a bunch of baboons. Yeah. Monkeys. Uh, they'd use winches and lowered paramedics on the ledge where they uh, the climbers were huddled. They eventually got them into a stretcher and got them up. My leg is broken. Uh, it is unclear whether or not the avalanche was deliberate, though primatologists have their suspicions, so they're not really sure. The primatologists they, are believing that it was intentional? They, no, they, they're, they're not sure. It says that um, baboons can easily be upset by things that they're not mm-hmm. used to and would be used to humans walking along uh, cliff paths, but not obscealing down them. There's that word again. It's uh, repelling. Okay, repelling. Uh. Okay. Uh, so maybe that freaked him out. Not really sure, but for whatever reason, these people said that they were throwing rocks at him, and one of them a boulder. Wow. 
The Colombian Navy stumbled upon a chilling sight after seizing a ghost submarine and finding two dead bodies along with more than $87.7 million worth of cocaine on board. Oh, that sounds weird. Officials estimated that there were more than 2.6 tons of cocaine on the 49-foot-long vessel found floating in the Pacific Ocean on Sunday. Two survivors were also located and in need of life-saving medical attention. Military personnel found the two individuals in poor health conditions on the outside of the vessel. Apparently, there was an accident inside the semi-submersible due to the uh, generation of toxic gases from the fuel. They were farting. Uh, Two men were treated and transported to a nearby vessel where they were given uh, the necessary medical attention to safeguard their lives. And you got to see what this thing looks like, Steve. Yeah, it's yes. pretty wild. Did you see it? I did see it. It's it's almost like triangular shape. Oh. Yeah. Uh, both of the two survivors, as well as the corpses and the coke hall, were brought to the municipality of Tumaco. So they, they... Where they were presented to the attorney general's office. They encounter these things, like, in the Gulf, or, you know, wherever they're smuggling, they design these things, these smuggling subs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm, I'd be curious to see what exactly happened, what the autopsy reveals. Yeah, so the submarine, by the way, was uh, recently seized by the government that allegedly uh, belonged to the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, uh, the, the Marxist guerrilla group that attempted to See, guerrillas over- again overthrow Colombia's government between 1964 and 2017 was involved in drug trafficking, kidnappings, and other activities to finance their work. So they find these narco submarines yep. from time to time. It's pretty wild. All right, and then one last story. We'll end with this. Uh, free diver David Venzel set a Guinness World Record Tuesday after taking a 170-foot or 52.1-meter icy plunge below Switzerland's Lake Sills Without a wetsuit, uh, the 40-year-old Czech diver took just one breath before diving through a hole drilled in the ice to retrieve a sticker placed at 170.9 feet below the surface to, prov- to prove his feat. A Wenzel emerged from the same hole after one minute and 54 seconds, spat out some blood, and opened a oh. bottle of champagne. So you've uh, dove with a, with a wetsuit on, yeah. scuba gear. What's yep. the deepest you've ever gone? 90 feet. Okay. Yep. You went 170. That's crazy. Uh, without anything, without, without anything. any equipment at all, uh, and I don't know how he can come back up that quickly without experiencing the bends. Without Something. having, uh, I that, don't know. That Those problem. free divers are insane. And yeah. I, that to me is, if you've ever, when you jump off like the cliffs down in Jamaica and you go down wet, you go down far, you know, and you look up at the surface, yeah. it's scary. Yeah. It's like you I, can see the surface right, when I've, you do that. I've got to cover that distance. These guys can't even see the surface. Preston, I wonder if the temperature of the water actually aided in his dive. I don't know. Maybe slowed everything down? Well, slowed his heart rate down, yeah. His uh, his spokesperson said it was it was actually hard for him because of the cold. He said there's huh. nothing difficult uh, there, there's nothing difficult for him to be in cold water. He said lack of oxygen is something normal for him, but this was completely different because it's really difficult to work with the pressure in your ears in cold water. Right. If you combine all these three things, cold water, lack of oxygen, and the problem with working with pressure, it's something very unique. The water, by the way, was between 33 and 39 degrees Come on. when he took the plunge. Well, that, that might have been at the surface. What did it get as they went down further? Yeah, I don't know. Air temperatures hovered around 40 degrees. Uh, the Guinness World Record is the second for Vensel. Uh, he first made it into the book in 2021 after swimming the 265-foot length of an ice over <sighs> Czech Lake, which was one breath. I think it actually might get warmer as you go down deeper, Steve, yeah. because it freezes at the top. Right. And, and it doesn't freeze But what's closer to solar exposure? The uh, up higher, I guess. Right. So. Well, it's not going to get any colder yeah. than 32 degrees. Right, exactly. Because it'd be ice. Frozen solid. 
But it is, well, it was in a lake, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, pretty wild that that guy is able to do that. And that is the last story in the Bizarre File for you. Secret text word, your chance to win tickets to see uh, Steel Panthers on the Prowl Tour, which is going to be on Friday evening at the Keswick Theater. Make sure you text the word secret to 39333 for your opportunity to win. We'll get uh, two winners this morning before we're done. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a second. Hang out for a piece if you don't mind. It's MMR's Local Shots, Artists of the Month. Hailing from Fishtown, it's Velvet Rouge. Hear them on the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search Local Shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world and family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Steve sent over this interesting article a couple of days ago. I'm not sure. Was it in the Inquirer? Yes, or? Okay. the Inquirer. Um, and it has to do with babysitting. Um, and it covers the uh, rates paid on average in Philadelphia and, and a various other things. So if you are a... Uh, if you're uh, a parent that is finally going to get into, uh, you know, allowing your kids to be sat for a while, yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a time where it's difficult to leave your children with anybody unless it's family members. Right. I think when you leave the maternity ward is that time, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, you may be a new parent and you may need a bit of a, um, a baseline of where to judge for rates. Right. For, for babysitting. This is something I've never had to encounter. I never, I know, did you ever babysit? I never babysit. Yeah, yeah. I, I did for some uh, some kids in the neighborhood, some families, and uh, I did it from time to time, but I didn't make it a regular, right. you know, like I was the go-to babysitter for this family or anything what like that. What was your that. rate? I don't remember. Okay. That's no how I got idea. through college, was yeah, you, oh, no babysitting. Kidding. Yeah, I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't uh, great at the uh, waitress thing. Uh, I did it for a little bit. Get it but, yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah, but babysitting is what got me through college. That's where I got my money, and uh, I did it probably almost every day. And what, day, uh, what age did you start, Kev? Oh, babysitting? I, I started young. I was in middle school. Uh, mm. There were twins in the neighborhood, and wow. uh, me and a friend would both go over and okay. watch them. Yeah, looking together. back on it, I, I was probably 12 or 13, yeah. and as as a parent now, I can't imagine leaving my child with a 12 or 13-year-old, wow. but nope. Totally. At the time, it was totally reasonable. I couldn't imagine any parent leaving their kids with me. Yeah. <laughs> I had, uh, <laughs> we used our interns. I'm like, okay, these are college students. Yeah. Yeah. I'm willing to pay extra for, you know, an adult Yes. To watch my children rather than, uh, and, and so like my daughters, like, you know, they were, you know, floating the notion of babysitting. I don't want them babysitting, you know, like I, I, I feel like that's just too much responsibility and, and, you know, things that can go wrong can go wrong in a, in a major way. I think you pick up more real life skills with an OnlyFans account. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, it teaches them responsibility case. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's a good first job for them to have because of the learning curve, and they might make mistakes, but, like, those are good mistakes yeah, to but learn. But I think he's afraid dire. of the liability. The di- so potential. here's the deal. I know somebody who's 
sibling is no longer with us, and it happened on the babysitter's oh, watch. Wow. wow. Well, that's, that's where that, my mind goes. Well, that, that's right. a nightmare scenario. Yeah. I'd say yeah. statistically that is, that's the, the outlier. Uh-huh. But, wow, yeah, that's got to be horrific. Yeah. So, all right, now I have a question about that, if you don't mind sharing a little bit. Uh, were, were they at fault at all? Uh, I, I think as far as maybe neglect is concerned, yes. Oh, no. Yeah. There are safe ways to play Russian roulette. All right. <laughs> But that must have just wrecked that person as yeah. well. Not only, you know, if, if they made a mistake or whatever that is, I'm sure it wasn't intended. And No, no, no. Oh no. But, God. you know, I, I just wouldn't want anything even remotely like that to happen on sure. my child's watch. So what I, do you, when you, when you pay a sitter, what was the last time you were paying a sitter? It was like 20 bucks an hour. All right. So in this article, Philadelphia parents last year paid on average uh, $18.03 an hour. <laughs> Uh, for someone to watch one child and twenty dollars and seventy eight cents for someone to watch two children, that's according to Urban Sitter, which is a platform for finding uh, caregiving. So that's if you have parents, you know, like the grandparents, that's that's free childcare right there. Oh yeah, it is. And you would use that as much as you could, but you know, unless they answer the door with their pants off, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> you, uh, I have grandkids. Yes. Yeah. Uh, those numbers may sound steep, it says, but they're below the national average. Philadelphia so, is below the national average, which is uh, $22.68 for one and $25.37 for two kids. So going, uh, all right, so uh, I would assume, uh, my natural inclination would be you'd want to, uh, you'll pay top dollar for your kids. You want the best that you can get. How do you, how, if you don't have interns, if you don't have, how do you go about Securing somebody. I, I used a service. Like yeah. I, I used care.com. And they're bonded and everything, correct? Well, so uh, care.com, I mean, there are there are services that you can use where, I mean, you pay a, a nice fee, but, like, they vet everybody. Um, so with care.com, I did, um, you know, you can, you can do different, there's different levels to the accounts, but, like, mine uh, required background checks and all Aren't that Aren't you kind Jared of from Subway? <laughs> oh, my God. No, no. Oh, my God. I just watched the... Uh... Oh, you watched oh, the, the, the yeah, Discovery yeah. Plus yeah, yeah. How series? Is it? Oh, I, my it's in, God. It's in my queue, yeah. Oh, my God. You... Yeah. It's messed up. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Dude, dude was... You, Not a good babysitter. You can't believe what he was saying. All right. Anyway, yeah. side, side note, but that's you, it's it's crazy. It's worse than you thought it was. Uh, what does bonded mean? Well, I, I, I hear that term. You're security bonded. That's my understanding. Is that you passed a background check, a security check that, uh, and then therefore you're bonded. You're you're clear. But you're also linked to the company, that right? You, so they they are uh, liable and responsible for okay uh, insurance for their employees, all that, right? Is, yeah. all, all, right. So there's a bit of there's a bit of responsibility not just on the individual you're hiring to babysit, but also the company that you. The understanding precedent is that if they lose one of your kids, you will get a cashier's check for five hundred dollars. For five hundred bucks, yeah, yeah. okay. So you're covered. Yeah, you're covered. All right. Uh, some babysitters will ask for a specific hourly rate or provide a range, and during an initial conversation or interview with the family is when they set that up. Uh, if they don't, this article says first consider the going rate in your area. Ask your friends and relatives what they pay. Uh, the rate can vary by neighborhood, and it might be different from the data on Urban Sitter, where sitters skew older and are more experienced. And also, just be aware as a babysitter that uh, children are like as honest as they can possibly be. Yep. So, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing as a babysitter, parents are going to find out about this. And I just know, like when my kids, we had this one babysitter one time uh, when we came home. We were talking to our kids, and they were like, "Yeah, she like." 
didn't take her her face out of her phone the entire. She didn't do anything for us. She basically was just an older kid in the room, can and you, that was it. Can you, um, Kathy? Maybe you know this. Can you go? With, uh, is there a service that provides like? Older people, like senior citizens, yeah, like people well, who are a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I feel like Casey has all these bad experiences. I had nothing but <laughs> excellent, experience, yeah. good experiences with with the people that we hired. Now we hired them more on a long term basis when right. Chase was younger, almost like a nanny. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they uh, we had great experience. But yes, you can with with all the services. I mean, you can indicate if if you'd like an age range. Or, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, this I mean, is just a word of mouth person. Kat. I mean, and I I did like. Uh, when when Jace was very young, we had somebody speak to him in a different language. Like we we requested somebody who was bilingual. So he couldn't understand. <laughs> no, oh. but his first words were in French. Oh you had people wow! People flake on you, Cap, didn't you? Like through the service, like people were like uh, almost like no shows or like no. last minute cancellations. I had somebody who was a full on no show. What? One night. Maybe it was you that I'm thinking about. It might have been. We were going to go see. Uh, we were going to go see Steel Panther. <laughs> And they were playing somewhere like Bethlehem or something like that, and uh, and we're waiting and waiting, and they were supposed to show up, and they flat out just Man. did not show up, and I forgot who that person was hmm. and why we got the no show on him. But I was like, "How dare you?" Yeah, we had like we were going out with friends and yeah. everything. It you was made them crazy. Wait, Casey, no, you're right. There was one girl one time who was with us for um, she was with us for a few months and then one day she just stopped coming. She just wow. disappeared. You're right. She just disappeared. Yes. And then she like messaged me. In French? No. No. The, no. <laughs> God no. She was amazing. She never did that to us. Um, no Casey she mess. I had communicated with her for months over the phone and she messaged me on Facebook. and what? was like, On Facebook? Oh my God I'm so sorry I overslept. I was like what the hell is going on? Well here? I feel confident you're Whatever. taking care of my kids. Yeah no thanks. <laughs> Yeah, we, that was over. It is funny, that. like when you get access to a good babysitter, you become so protective of that person, and like right. you, you want other parents to know about it, but you don't want to know t- them. You don't want them to know too much. I'll get you a car. You don't want to share too much. Well, I mean, like <laughs> yeah. you, when you find a good babysitter, you talk to other parents. In case I remember specifically, like talking to you about who you and Diane used at certain times, and, and I know that we shared a few different interns over the over the years or whatever. But like, yeah, no, you don't want to. You, yeah, you don't sure. want to no. lend oh, them out I too much. Share. When I found out you got you called Lizzie, I was like, Yeah, no. Lizzie's mine. <laughs> right. But I got it's Devin. I got Devin from Preston, and and Devin was right. a former intern of ours as well. But she was like. She's still a family friend because of how great of a babysitter she was. I'm, I went to a wedding of one of our babysitters growing up because for, for me and my brother, she was so special. Wow. Dude, my cousin Kathleen, she listens to the show. She was the best. She came over with activities. Oh, you know, yeah, she had absolutely. like a whole bag of things, you know. This game's yeah. called How Long Can I Shut Up? <laughs> no, those were the best babysitter. Those yeah. were the fun ones. That's yes. who you wanted to come over. Yes. Like people who have some sort of like... Um, uh, yeah, that that and and that people have, who come from childcare to begin with, like you know, that have that sort of background. You yeah, know? sure. Steve, you joked about I'll buy you a car. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I have a friend who um, buys a car for her babysitters. What? Again, they they were there long term. You, I, they weren't just hey, yeah. we're going out were for years. a date night. They were yeah, they yeah. would come you know and be there for a full wow. day. They were working forty hours a week, but yeah, she needed them to drive her kids around. She wanted it to be a reliable car, so she bought her a car. Wow. By the way, I wanted to point this out real quick. A texter had sent in a message that said that her daughter was a babysitter and had um, 
taken a course through the Red Cross. You can take yeah. a course through and, the Red Cross. And that made her feel more comfortable Absolutely. sending yeah. the daughter yeah. out. So yeah. I didn't know that was available. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's still available, but if so, that would definitely be worth doing. Absolutely. A couple of phone calls. Uh, I will go to Michelle, who does some sitting. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Oh, it's oh, Michelle. Yeah. You babysit kids, Michelle? Yes. Oh. I've been doing that since I've been 10 years old. Okay. And I was a housekeeper nanny for 26 years in Newtown. I took care of four kids, five dogs, and two adults. Well, what, if I may ask, Michelle, what were you earning per hour at the height okay, of your career? Well, here's what happened. In 91, <laughs> I got laid off my first and last job. Ever and I collected. I went. I just put out business cards and I found these doctors up in Newtown. And she, I priced it twenty dollars an hour in ninety one. Okay. All right. Okay. And then I start cleaning and I start taking care of Maria, who's now like thirty some years old and a teacher in a Pennington School District. And then they start adopting children because they couldn't have them all. I run the whole house. I work thirty hours a week. I cook dinner. I got the kids off to school. Wow. I took them too. I, I was like a mom that didn't have kids. I loved it. I, I went to work every day. I came home without kids and went to bed and worked <laughs> up and went to work. And, and they, were, you were, they were getting all that from you for 20 uh, bucks an hour? Right, right. And, and then then she put me on the, then she, she wanted me to have insurance. So then she would put me on the book so I would have insurance and get SS. I worked for them 26 years. And then I cleaned Jeez. on the side. I always made cash. And she would give me $200 a week in a drawer, in her desk, for anything I had to buy. And I had a credit card with American Airlines, so they would get the point. That sounds, that's like a sweet deal. So I know, I did that till 2018, and the last kid went to college, he's out now. Are you, are you like in family photos and stuff? You're like a member of the family? Yeah, yeah, I, I loved them like they were my kids. But yeah. I went home every night, you know, I didn't, yeah. but I had, I had the, I had Maria since she was six months. I had Terrence since the first day he was born she threw him on the king size bed and said change him and i said oh my god he's so skinny i'm afraid i'm gonna break his legs because i'm kind of rough he can take it he's in college rough. <laughs> okay and i him and i bonded and after four years she got nervous <laughs> because he wanted to be with me not her well when you were all the time. well he's with you all the time what? And I do, I did everything, play with them, I cooked, they ate all my food, I did all the shopping, I did everything, because they were doctors, so they had to work. But it actually took three of us to run four kids, because they were in every sport possible. Wow. wow. That right. happens, though, a lot of times, if they're spending a lot of time sure. with your kid, they bond with Absolutely. their caretaker, and then yeah. some, you know, you come home, and they kind of get upset when the caretaker uh-huh. leaves. That's kind of these right, I was on after that on care.com I did all that and now I'm on Citatree but the thing is what you're saying Preston the urban the money one child is $21 an hour and every kid after that's another dollar just now but people don't want to pay even that they want to pay you $14 an hour and they want you to do the dishes do wash clean the house while you're taking care of their kid while they're in the house yeah, yeah that's uh, so you're like a living nanny You're like uh, like in high demand. Yeah, but you, you know what? Now, I mean, I don't I don't want anything under really twenty five 
dollars an hour. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I play with the, I do everything. You yeah. know what I mean? I just well, and, and there's descriptions in this article, yes. which I'm going to go through, go through as, yeah. as to why you might get paid more. And that's that's one of them as well. So it's yeah. it, doing housework and, and uh, activities and things. Yeah, and I'm doing everything. But you guys, lucky dogs get on the floor. Oh yeah. It's going to be fun. We wish you were going. We'll be thinking about you, Michelle. If we need any sitting down there, we'll call you. No, I'm serious. I'm going to win because I always win a trip on the radio. Oh, all right. All right. We're on the radio. We'll start that on Monday. All right, Michelle. Been there since 2019 Universal when I won a trip on the radio back then. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, All right. Well, hang in there. We'll see you then, Michelle. I can't get a word out. No, it's okay. She's, she's actually talking. All right, Michelle, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Let her go. She's got to go. She's babysitting's know. Um Yeah, I bet you she's. She's good. Probably great at what she yeah. is, yeah. Uh, educa- She'll talk the kids to sleep. Education um, has to do with uh, the pay as well. Yes. Um, and, you know, their level of education. And and you guys were talking about the Red, Cl- Red Cross. Um, you know, if they take CPR or they take first aid, stuff like that played into how much they got paid as well. By the way, uh, she just Michelle just reminded me saying she's dropping everything. So my mom, uh, so in her family, when she was a kid, and we're talking about 1950s and so on, uh, her uncle, so there were five in her family altogether. So my, the the mom and dad, my my grandparents needed help, and they had a woman. Man, I can't. I, I, I only met her a couple of times because uh, she was already old, uh, elderly by that time. But um, I think her name was Gladys, and so Gladys did a lot of the housework and taking care of the kids. And she had, and this was an earlier time, mind right. you, gang. But she had full permission to unleash some whoop ass if she Horrible needed punishment. to. Absolutely. And and plus, you know, uh, the, the, my mom's kids, the the family were they were a nightmare. I mean, wow. they, were, they were crazy. They were you know doing yeah. whatever they wanted to, and <laughs> little hellions and everything. But Gladys would. I heard many old stories about them. And put get, my cigarette out on you. You know, getting their ass kicked <laughs> yeah. by Gladys. But they loved her. You yeah. know, they did because they were they they had it coming. They were being little. We were pretty yeah. much allowed to go. There's Gladys. I think that was her name. Man, it's been a long time. Was but there a lot of love in the family? There was a lot of love in the family. Absolutely. There was a lot of love in the family. <laughs> uh, by the way, an actual person. They were pretty much allowed to do yeah, they're you know, pretty go much whatever they wanted to. We were pretty much allowed to go. <laughs> That's, That's right. when she was young. I'm going to go to these calls, so hang on the line if you're on, on hold here real quick. Um, so let me see here. Um, uh, there are a couple of factors. So, like, how many kids is the babysitter watching is one of them. It says right. rates don't need to be doubled or tripled for two or three children. But Urban Sitter recommends throwing an extra dollar or two an hour for each additional child. That, See, seems, that seems low to that me. That seems way low. Yeah. I, so, like, I make the case, you know, if you have one cat, you can have two. You can have It's not that much. But with a human, when you're adding on... Another kid? Is it really? Oh, it's just, it's just a slight take up. Well, yeah, because you, you can't. If, if it's about twenty dollars an hour, like because you're you not can handcuff pay, them together, we're well, not going to pay sixty dollars an hour if yeah. you have three kids. But no. I mean, that's I, not, I would say, what about like five bucks or even that? But a buck. Yeah. So kid? you might also pay more if you're asking a sitter to watch a newborn or young twins or triplets. It says. Um, also to consider, does your child have special needs? Does the babysitter have to administer medication? Are they caring for a child who is nonverbal or requires more help with changing, bathing, or other activities uh, than other children their age? If your child has any special needs, pay your sitter more than the going rate, especially if the sitter 
has special certifications or training. What would they say that? Do they suggest what they would go for on average? No, if you were, they don't. Okay. They just recommend that you pay more. Uh, will the sitter be required to do other chores? It says the line between babysitter and nanny is getting blurred. Some babysitters are expected to drive children to activities, cook, clean, do laundry, help with homework, or walk the dog. If you're asking your sitter to do any of these activities, they should be paid more. Care.com suggests a dollar to $2 more an hour. That seems like crazy low. Depending on how much is being asked of them, basically tidying up or getting a child a snack does not require extra if, pay. If you're right. taking care of kids in case, and then you're also preparing meals for them and driving them around, that, that warrants another dollar? Well, I mean, yeah, because you're already being paid on top. You're already getting an hourly wage. So, yeah, I mean, it's just also- like bonus money. But... Uh, I think generally, I, I think you should, as a sitter, you should be required to clean up any sort of mess you create, right? Not necessarily if, like, I need you to, you know, cook dinner. Right. That's something different. But any sort of mess that happens on your watch, I think you're responsible for. Steve, I also think there's a little bit of a difference between um, asking somebody to come over and watch your kids for a date night or a here right. and there and somebody who's there on a regular basis. Right. Yeah, no, clearly. I'm just wondering why that, why it just seems like a buck for each. So if you take care of the Von Trapp family, <laughs> and they're just going to add in, uh, you know, a couple extra bucks for, for Gunther through to uh, everybody else. It, it seems it seems like a weird way to work out that equation. By the way, somebody said I had a babysitter who let me play with her boobs. Ooh, wow. Oh, my God. And I liked it so much, I told my mom, and she didn't babysit it for us anymore. <laughs> well, there's very, very much love in that family. I'm going to go to Serena, a professional babysitter. Serena, good morning. Hi, guys. Good morning. Hey. Uh, how long have you been doing this? Uh, so I was a teacher last year, and so I just started doing it this year. Um, but I mainly focus on, like, the date night stuff during the weeknights and weekends. How do you, um, how, how, actually, how do you like it? I love it. I and I'm actually um, making almost as much as I was, if not more, than I was teaching, which is crazy. <sighs> that is crazy. So, did you put yeah. your teaching career on hold to do this? So, I'm actually kind of going through a career change. So, okay. I was teaching, and then I'm going to go back to grad school in the fall. So, it's kind of like a gap year, okay. um, and just something to do. But yeah, I'm like little Mary Poppins. I like to probably <laughs> have my bag full of activities and crafts that I love to do with the kids. And well, that you comes know, from your background. Cleaning. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Serena, when you were a teacher, was there ever any um, uh, crossing of the streams? You know, because a lot of times teachers are not allowed to babysit, even though they are more than qualified to do so. Yeah, so I wasn't allowed to babysit any of my students or any of the other kids right. that were in the school. Um, and I really, truly didn't have time to do it because I was so exhausted. Um, Did so the yeah, janitor no, ever I... ask you to diaper him? Because that's, uh, that's illegal. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, could you see yourself if you love it that much? Um, could you see yourself, be, as you say, crossing over or, or like becoming a nanny or, or, or something of that level? Yeah. So I was considering it, but I am such like I, I love to keep moving, and I feel like being with one person for the right. whole day just sounds terrible to me. Right. Um, so I like just moving around. Like I, one weekend, I think I babysat for five different families from Friday to Sunday. And, and, the, um, and, the, and the money's almost what you were making as a teacher. Yeah. yeah wow. I think I made a little bit more last year, or excuse me, last month. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You, you don't think you don't think of it like I always think of that. Okay, that's the thing you get a like a kid, you know, a, a high school kid to do or whatever, and you never think it could be as lucrative as to as to exceed what you're mm-hmm. making as a professional teacher. Yeah, well, like you guys were saying with the experience and stuff, like parents see that I have a degree, I'm CPR certified, I have all that. I like I said, I come with all these activities and plans. Wow. Um, 
So yeah, it's a, it, in, the, in this article, Serena, it says if your babysitter has a degree in early childhood education or special education or certifications of train or trainings, uh, they should be paid more uh, than a high school or college babysitter. Uh, yeah, absolutely. If, if they've oh, been babysitting for years or have worked as a full-time nanny, child care center employer, teacher, also consider paying them more because you're going to get more yeah. value. Like out of you're, you're top-level stuff, Serena. Yeah, I, I like I like to. Thanks for advertising me. I'm, I'm available. Serena, would you ever consider being an au pair? I did think of it. Right now, like I have a house and dogs and cats, so like my, I'm kind of tied to my area. Um, but I would love to do that maybe eventually. Yeah, and that's living with a family. Yeah, and my yeah. my brother had yeah. to have that with his with his family um, because my nephew had leukemia, and so uh, you know the the younger uh, child in the family needed help, needed somebody there okay. to care for him, and so there there are special circumstances. But au pairs. Have a, you you know take a nanny and then uh, up it a little bit because they have to there are more responsibilities. Well, let me let me ask a couple of questions about that because I've been going to with with my mom aging. I'm looking into you know things like uh, personal care, right? Or, okay. And yeah. I'm finding out how expensive, insanely expensive it is. Yeah. What about au pairs, people who live in? What's the cost on that? It wasn't cheap. Um, Fortunately for my brother, his employer helped to offset it because it allowed my brother to continue to work at his job. So it was actually uh, professionally beneficial for for Adam to have somebody living in the house. But yeah, it, it's uh, it can be upwards of like fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's yeah. expensive. I looked into it because it was a it was seemed like a really good option. The only reason I didn't do it is because the person that lives in your house gets a tiny fraction of that money. Most of it goes to the company. Is that right? Yeah, they're, it, because they're well, they getting... They don't have living expenses. Because they're getting the experience of coming over to the United States yes. to live ah. here and, and, you know, and listen, there are parameters around it. They have to have, I believe, their own bedroom and, and, and a bathroom that is separate from the main bathroom, whatever. There, there's things that, you know, that you have to be able to provide for them. Um, but Get all snooty about the toilets. And they have to have a certain amount of time off. They can only work for a certain amount of hours. Like, I mean, it, it's organized well, and it's a good program. But when I looked into it, the amount of money that the person get got, as opposed to the company, I, I couldn't do it. Wow! Wow! I know uh, an au pair that got got an extra benefit of marrying the husband. Ah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I think and, I remember that story. Yeah. Oh, do you, what? How do this? We, do I know? No, no. Well, no. That, oh. Maybe it's another one, but this. <laughs> why the wife ever agree? I mean, this is right out of an eighties. You know, spank movie Preston on Cinemax. This girl was like, you know, like a, a Sports Illustrated model, mm. and and the, the wife is like, "I'm sorry, I, no matter how confident you are, no, that doesn't get into the house." And sure as hell, she ran off with the husband. You don't ever hear of like male au pairs or nanos, uh, you know? nano yeah. nannies. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't hear often. Nanners. Nanners. You don't hear of it often, like your your Mr. Belvedere. I think when, when my brother was looking into it, it was about uh, 70% women, 30% men. So, really? That much? Yeah, and most of uh, most of them were foreign, but there were American uh, options as well. The, the one that they had, she was from Venezuela, and she was awesome. You know, So, Mr. Lauer, I hear you're... Oh, my God. <laughs> you're, can... a, you're a nanner. That's right. Sorry, you got some on your kid. You pay extra for that. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got some on your kid. Some gerb on your kid. Sorry, but I'll wipe that off. <laughs> By the way, interesting thing about me. I had three testicles. Okay. Stay some... away from the children. Yeah, I got some gerb on your kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry about that. 
Your room's out back. <laughs> uh, yeah, my room's great. I got a mower next to me. Uh, we're going to put you in the shed. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Nick, uh, I think you're a little off on the price for an au pair. It, it doesn't seem to be um, that expensive. Oh. Well, I, maybe it was, it was because about, it was medical needs. Oh, maybe, maybe. The here, oh. like, average is about 20000 that it would cost the family. Oh, that's okay. not that much. Uh, no, it's actually, yeah, uh, it's some of the figures I've looked at for, for home care, it's, man, is it a, uh, it's a price. What it's are, unbelievable. What are things like, like um, so you would, you, with your situation, you, you, you're going to ha- have someone living there? Oh no! We've since moved my mom into a nursing home. Okay, but but we 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 I, I explored right home care. Did but, you look and, into? And then I just went, oh my god! You've got to be kidding me! Did you look into like Bayada nurses and stuff like that? The, the people who come by the house. You see the commercials for the the Bayada nurses and yeah. and, and people who come by uh, for senior citizens. No, like so. Our particular situation is <laughs> my mom needs full time care. Right. She yeah. needs full time someone who can move her. Yeah. And so it's it's, it's, it's a whole other gotcha. story. Yeah, I prefer uh, body a nurse, nurses, Steve. That's a, a lot of a lot more fun. I'm, I don't get it. Body a body Oh, okay. If you're not, <laughs> I, I get where he was going, and I appreciate it. But that really does require a dad joke. If hey you're guys, going. look over there. It's Maria. She's on the phone. Oh, hi, hey, hi, hey, Maria. Maria. Hey, hey. Uh, Maria hey. says you were a nanny for over twenty years. Yeah, and I, uh, so my local library had, like, a a class when I was, like, 12 years old, and I took it, and I've just been watching kids ever since. So I started by doing, like, before-after-school care because I was homeschooled, so I put all my neighbor kids on the bus, and they called me the Pied Piper. The kids were always following me around. Wow. It was great. So now I'm 34, and I've been, I mean, I've been full-time, like, one family, 40 hours kind of thing I've done. Now I have like three different families. I still consider myself a nanny because I'm with specific families, but I do babysitting as well, like on week weeknights. And let me, yeah. let me ask you that. You don't have to give an yeah. exact figure, but, but how, how lucrative can that be? Um, it can be very lucrative um, because so like you were saying before, I'm CPR certified. Um, I have all my background checks. I'm also a mandated reporter because of another job that I had because oh. um, I volunteer a lot and I work with, like, the homeless. So wow. I'm extremely, like, valuable in that. And then I have a college degree, but it's only an associate's degree. But that does make a difference. Um, I'm not, like, bilingual or anything, and a lot of people are looking for that, like Kathy was. Um, but, yeah, it depends. I do the same thing with, like, I have, like, a base amount, and then for every kid I add, like, 2 to $3. Can, can you but give me... Can yeah, you give me a, a ballpark of what an annual, if you're okay, what an, your annual? Usually, usually about for one kid, um, during the week, I actually charge less. So it's like eighteen seventy-five to $20 an hour. And on the weekends, I usually add on an extra two or so dollars. Okay. Because I'm giving up my weekend to watch your kids. So you can go to a party or you can, you know what I mean, go to pickleball. That's like really <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Damn pickleball. <laughs> really but it also changes like if they're in diapers like it's more if i'm driving them it's more um right now i'm potty training potty training a child so that's going to be a little bit more just because i'm dealing with that that wow like a potty training thing is something you think the parent would 
I don't well, know. Yeah, if they... but if she's with them for an extended period yeah. of time, she's yeah. she's part of it. Listen, I the the woman that the that babysat Jace for she was there about four or five years. I mm-hmm. when she left, I mean, I wrote her a card. I credited her yeah. in helping me raise him because wow. she was with him so much, and they created. Well, you, guys, you guys both work full time jobs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You and Dennis both most and definitely. They created yeah. such a bond, and and a lot of things you know that I saw him do and learn. It it came from, came her. from her. Wow, yeah. that's I, amazing. I feel the same way about my kids and my wife as yeah. well, Kath. You, I you, you, there's such a thanks bond. Thanks for raising our kids. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I was farting in mason jars. <laughs> it's like it's like the uh, in the movie The Help. They show yeah. that uh, you know Viola Davis's character is more important to the child than the mother. Now it doesn't help that they just had a horrible mother right, in, the, yeah. in the movie, but but they have some good baking suggestions. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can uh, there's there's a serious bond, a maternal mm-hmm. or uh, you know uh, a parental bond that can uh, form you, there. Yeah. Maria, it sounds like you're a really cool person. And also, you, you've got to be... That. What's that? I said I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. No, I mean, because... I, I did want to say one more thing. Sure. I, I have special bonds with some of the kids. They still call me. They bother me with FaceTime. They're in, you know, uh. high school, college. But um, I haven't... I've never really experienced a really bad parent at this point. I'm really blessed in that. And I really do like to come alongside the parent and kind of partner them and, and not really overshadow because it is important that the kids still respecting their parent and still appreciating the fact that. Yeah. Right. You see, it's all the right stuff. Hey, yeah. Maria, when, when you're, you know, approaching a new job and you go in for the interview, it's, it's kind of like a, a dual interview. You're interviewing the parents as well. Are you uh. not? Oh yeah, definitely. I have definitely turned down jobs where I feel, hmm. um, even with like the COVID thing and all that, there were a couple of times where I, I maybe didn't, their opinions and, and beliefs and political stance didn't match mine. I was like, I don't think I could be in this home without speaking my mind. Right. So I'm going to have to turn this job down kind of thing, yeah. you know, and, and my main focus is always going to be the child, but I do have to, you know, have conversation and be cordial with the parent. And so, you know, and they're paying my bills. So, so I did want to make sure that we were going to start off on the right foot kind of thing. And yeah. I always kind of look yeah. for that. Yeah, it's a job. You don't, you don't want to work somewhere exactly. you're, you're going to have it where you're not going to feel comfortable. Um, yeah. Interesting. All right. Thank you, Maria. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Have a yeah. great day. You too. I can see where you would consider something like that uh, like a lifesaver if you're if you're looking for, you know, what, what am I going to do? I think of people who, you know, they have to go work and, or whatever and, and they have a, a young kid and, and that, that juggling, getting child care, it's such a, I mean, we don't have it, obviously, right. with our situation, but I know people who, who have and my, um, uh, my niece, I guess my uh, nephew's uh, wife, Amanda, um, he, um, she has done child care all her life. And when she started having her own kids, she was extra- she's extraordinary with them. Yeah. I mean, somebody who has that skill set. Well, and when you find some, yeah. like when you find somebody, you want to hold on to them. The girl right. that we had was, she was in college. She was an undergrad. And I remember when she was graduating and I just was like, Waiting oh. for the conversation, I'm like, oh, don't no. graduate. No, yeah. Steve. She, so she took like a semester off, and then she goes, "I think I'm going to go back to grad school." I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing news! You should totally do that. <laughs> do it. Become a doctor." Yeah, I mean, what does happen when you develop that relationship, that bond, and then your kids get older and they don't need the childcare anymore? Like, you know, like, well, can you just kind of hang that's on? When and, you break you know, out like, the Earth, Wind, and Fire joke, yeah, <laughs> that's, oh, I don't have the music anymore. Casey, I have a friend who that happened to, and and the family kept her on payroll and and gave her other jobs because ah. she was part of the family, and they did oh. not want to lose her. 
That's yeah. We did that with Devin. Uh, we didn't like pay, like put her on a payroll, but we found other things for her to help us out with because she was so great at that. But there was another I forgot uh, uh, sitter that we had for a while, but she got engaged, and then her life path changed yeah. and she moved on. It was too bad. Her name was Reagan. And uh, she was really cool, and she worked. At, we wanted to hang on to her, but it she was had, fun working yeah. with yeah. the question. But I met a young fella. I'm kind of sweet on. Um, I loved it when she would baby talk with the kids. Steve, doopy doopy gobba. I ran contra. <laughs> Did that just slip out? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, your buddy Jim had a situation like that, right? Doesn't it, doesn't he have live in help now? Yes. But that was also. Started out as childcare before, yep. right? Yep. And 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 led to live-in help, and then led to longer-term live-in help. You yeah, know, and becoming kind of like a housekeeper that uh, like then Alice, yeah, that type of thing. So, uh, or Hazel, which I guess Alice was kind of a she was she was a caregiver as well. She was she would watch the kids. Yes. For, oh, she for, was a, she was a live-in. Yeah. yeah. Live-in and, maid and, 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 and uh, Mr. Brady's side action. Uh, oh my, oh God. my God, dude! Was that confirmed? Why do your genitals look like? <laughs> Uh, when you said, I'm on my feet all day. I was thinking of the waitress Alice from uh, Mel's Night. You're right. No, from Brady Bunch. Brady, no, I yeah. completely forgot about that Alice. Yeah. Alice the- had her own room right off the laundry. Uh-huh. What were the other for all we, shows? For all we know, maybe Mr. Brady would travel to Phoenix from time to right, time yeah. and bang Alice the waitress yeah. as well. I don't know. Yeah, Nick, yeah. What were you driving say? me to Phoenix. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, Different Cart- strokes. That Mel- had three of them. Okay. To answer your question. I heard your question. I apologize. No, what was the question? Because we didn't hear. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. <laughs> no, Casey can. Do I it. yield my time to the senator. All right, I'll take it. He said, "What other baby should I, I yield my time to the senator from Wayne? You have so, the floor now. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, give me a show. Break, yes. Yeah, you're trying. To, you're trying to figure out what other shows had uh, sitters and, and like nannies the, and the plot premise. Yes. Okay. So Mrs. Mrs. Garrett, yes. Mr. Belvedere, who's the boss, was the male right. version of that. I'm a manny. Dude, there were a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go back to the 50s, Steve. Yeah. Hazel. I t- Hazel. Benson. I used to despise Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B, have yeah. you t- I tried your brownies? Uh, Bel- what was it? What did you say? Benson? Benson. He was a, a caretaker. He was, a, he was a, like a, he was a butler. He was a butler who was kind That's of... That's what a nanny... Yeah. A male nanny well, is a, a butler. Well, a butler isn't a nanny. Yeah. Well, they kind of take care of the kids, do they not? Mm-hmm. I mean, Alfred was a butler, right? Didn't Alfred so, take care of Batman? It was a great show uh, uh, for that was um, Family Affair, which uh, which um, yes. Sebastian Cabot yep. uh, played the, the butler who, for this bachelor, who Mr. had to adopt to... Mr. Mr. French. French. Yes. I, oh, when I, I loved that show when I was so a kid. Because they were super rich and... They had this penthouse apartment. They yep. had the coolest door that had the doorknob in the middle of the door. I remember that. <laughs> it was the boss. Dude. Yes. It, it, Nick mentioned oh, that. Sorry, and then there was a sequel. What's the boss? <laughs> but Charles, honestly, Charles like, in Charge. That was one, yeah. Oh, he was, was a live-in. Charles was yeah. a live-in um, guy, a nanny. Oh, that's A manny. Right. A nanny. That's right. And yeah. he had uh, sex with Nicole Eggert. He had sex with Nicole Eggert. You remember that episode? Yeah, I do remember that. Very special episode. Powerful episode. You have something special I need to take from you. Wait, hold on. Was she one of the kids that he was the nanny for? Yeah, that would have been unfortunate. Nicole Eggert? Yeah. Oh, but but in real life, yes, that was the, that. she suggested that that had happened. Do you remember that whole thing oh, a while ago? Oh, I thought it's like, Scott Bayo. He's pretty rapey. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh my oh, no. god! Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, he's is he? Scott Bayo. He's a terrible person. Uh, but uh, wait a minute. So now I I never watched that show. I don't remember I Charles that. in Charge. Yes, there were there were a few different iterations. I enjoyed over the Charles years. in Charge. I enjoyed the uh, dynamic between Willie Ames, who yeah. was his buddy. Right. That was one of those weird like uh, airs on Saturday sitcoms. 
Like, uh, um, yeah, it was like, like, it's like a, a syndicated and, sitcom. Yeah. Um, small wonder, like those type of, um, things. By the way, Scott Bayo turns in a hell of a performance in Zapped Preston. You'll remember that. It's been a long time. Can we, it. can we talk about who's the boss real quick? Like, how. They had one kid. They had one kid and a grand and the mother that and they still needed they a housekeeper. Kids. No, Alyssa Milano was the other kid that came oh, with Tony. Alyssa like, Milano was Tony's kid, right? Yeah, but yeah. there were two uh, kids so, in the house. Yeah, right. Yeah, there were two kids in the house, but if Only they were because, single mom and uh, don't worry, I don't take care of my own child. Yeah, they need. She was a working woman. She had to go to work, and then they had Mona there. Yeah, Mona. Would you Mona leave your was, kids with Mona? She was slutting around all over. Yeah, town. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, okay. she knew she knew she couldn't uh, rely on Mona. But look at how successful uh, whatever her, Mona's daughter was. Angela, like, she was Angela. a high-powered executive. So apparently, Mona yeah. raised a wonderful daughter. She knows how to raise a powerful, you know, successful child. And then Mona would spend all day sitting on the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> what was Jeffrey's role on uh, Fresh Prince? I mean, I know he was Butler, but like, did he uh, did he do? Child rearing duties as well? I don't think so. I, loved, had, I loved that character. He was a great character. Jeffrey was awesome. And he had his own little uh, suite, right, in, the, in that mansion Where down you? there? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, under the stairs. There was another butler in, well, The Nanny. That's the name of the show. Oh, my God. The, the name of the damn show. Phoebe <laughs> Piccolilly. I was about to point out the butler on The Nanny. <laughs> When the principal player is the exact position that we're talking well, there, about. There was a show called Before the Nanny. There was a show called Na- Nanny and the Professor. That was it. Yeah. No, I was thinking of the yeah. nanny with yeah. uh, Fran, Fran Drescher. Drescher. What about Hey, Jesse? Hey, hey Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, she was a yeah, uh, live-in, right? Okay. Well, it's apparently that is a... Uh, that is a huge plot point in sitcoms. Absolutely. Gigantic. You got to have loads of them have had that premise. I mean, I always felt that like uh, I would think, why don't we? Have... And then it was, oh, we can't afford one. That's why Dude, when we were going up. Who, who was the? Who lived with the Jeffersons? They lived in an apartment. They needed a housekeeper for an Florence. apartment. Yeah. Florence, yeah. And yeah. then she got her own show. <laughs> That's true. That they just lived in an apartment, <laughs> a, a deluxe apartment in, in the, the sky. sky. Yeah. But uh, you generally don't they, need. They finally had their piece of the pie. Yeah. You generally don't need a housekeeper for. An apartment. No, well, he was a very I'm, successful in in uh, dry cleaning. Yeah, yeah, he was very rich actually. Uh, my friend gets her apartment cleaned. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wait, George made his money in dry cleaning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jefferson oh. cleaners. I didn't realize that he it did that well. Yeah, that. Uh, they had a whole episode where he created the George Jefferson Museum about his <laughs> really? rise to fame as okay. a <laughs> dry cleaning magnate. Oh yeah, and then uh, his neighbor was Lenny Kravitz's mom. That's right. Yeah. Leonard, Leonard Kravitz. Are we all good here? We yeah. learned a lot yeah. this morning? I think we're good. All right, excellent. This has been about babysitters. <laughs> but anyhow, the, the, the average rate, yeah, yeah, here it is. We, here's a, a, a screen cap of the George Jefferson Museum. I kid you not. Open 24 hours. Yeah. Do you think he made money off of that, too? I don't know. He probably had to charge admission. I'm not sure. He he, he was always working the scams. That's how he got yeah. that deluxe apartment. Sherman Helmsley is from Philadelphia, by the way. Yeah, that's true. He grew and up so is uh, Will Smith. Uh, the, and there you go. Uh-huh. Full circle. Now. Yeah. If only Fran Drescher were from here. Yeah, where is she from? Uh, I Germany. Know. But uh, we do know that the average price <laughs> per uh, in Philadelphia for someone to watch one child is between uh, essentially 18 and $21. All right. So that's the average price. And, it's we, a little below the national average. And the national average being 22 to $25. Why are we, uh, why are we cheaping out on the kids I here? Know. I don't know. But uh, listen, they do hard work, so so pay the uh, pay the sitters well, and treat your mother right. Treat her right. We learn nothing, Mr. T. T.
I try to, I try to work with the parents. All right, you need to take a break. Uh, we're going to do that very thing right now. Is there something I can give away? Yeah, you know what? We got these. Uh, Drew Lynch is coming to town. Ah, uh, yes, 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 show. yes. Uh, this is going to be a great comedy show at the Keswick Theater. Uh, Thursday, October 12th, and tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. So I tell you what, we'll take uh, caller 21 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give you those passes. Where's Fran Drescher from? I know you looked it up now. <laughs> She's from New York. Okay. Oh, he's wrong about Germany. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a German version. <laughs> so Thursday, October 12th at the Keswick, Drew Lynch will get you those tickets. Caller number 21, 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I was I was really desperately wanting you to speed up that traffic report. So yeah, I there could, was a lot of noise going on over I there. I wanted to correct myself. I'm a dingus. Oh, I said Citizens Bank Park. It's not playing. Oh, dude, not, I was like, it's that's... not an outdoor show. Where is it? It's at the Wells Fargo okay. Center. Yeah. You said that. I, I think I might have said that yesterday too. I mean, I, why did I think it was at Citizens is, Bank Park? I'm an he's idiot. Playing there this year. He is, Bruce right? Is, yes, Later. There, there are two sets of this tour coming okay. through Philly. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow night's Wells Fargo Center. As After I said it, yeah. I'm like, wow, it's a little chilly out to be going <laughs> to an outdoor concert. <laughs> God damn, it's cold. <laughs> um, I'm a moron. Well, you just okay. crossed streams, as they say. I think that's what it is. All right, and sorry, Kathy, I, I didn't mean to be going <laughs> during your traffic report. I almost interrupted you. I could feel it. It's what we do. If you if you want to say something, you start making random noises. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know what? I want to mention this one more time officially, uh, the, about the fact that we want to send you to Orlando, Universal Orlando, Orlando. Universal Orlando Resort starting Monday, this Monday, listen, weekday mornings at 8 a.m. for the Presidency Photo Hunt Challenge. You can get the clue on air and then check out the photo gallery at WMMR.com. Be the correct number caller later in the show and correctly identify the photo and answer from that morning's clue. And you could win a trip for two to Universal Orlando Resort with flights provided by Spirit. And for more information, go to WMMR.com. That's one of five that we'll be giving. Awesome. Do you know how many Gator emails I got yesterday from people? Like, There's like a Gator land that's not too far. But I know, Casey, you want to see one in the wild. But uh, apparently there's like a state park that's uh, 10, 12 miles outside of Orlando that you can go to. There's the springs that I told you about. Yeah. And all of these places alligator uh, crazy have access to gators or they they're cultivated for you to see get alligators so okay. I, I think 
at my hand. I think oh my uh, we have a good shot this time around. I, right. I'm hopeful for you and your dreams. What is it about alligators? You know what, dude? I just love them so much. No, uh, I don't know. They're just fascinating, like prehistoric. They look very prehistoric. We, animals. When when we went on a couple of golf trips, like Casey was like, you know, I, I didn't know. I yeah. also. I, I, but but hang on, I yeah. didn't know until we went on that trip. I've known you for you know quarter of a century now, yeah. longer. And and you were just like gators, gators, gators. I'm like, <laughs> I just never knew the fascination with alligators. I just I like to see indigenous creatures, right? And so we've had alligators in the studio it's not before. This, it's not this. I want to see them in the wild. Like you so, want to see like a seven footer. So, for instance, I had been up to New England many, many times, and the only Less alligators. No, the only moose that I saw for the longest time was a dead moose on the side of the road. And I was like, that doesn't count. So when I was in Texas, I wanted to see an armadillo so bad. <laughs> and um, and I still haven't seen one. I've, but seen, when I, oh, go ahead, I've seen armadillos. I've seen them. I saw a moose in in, the, in nature. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen an alligator. So I've completed your desire, your troika. I want to see I want to see a cougar. I want to see a grizzly bear. I want to see them all in. I've seen a Kodiak bear. Uh, well, yeah. I saw a grizzly in Yellowstone. I know. I'm I saw really... a black bear in, uh, in Wyoming. I saw a Reindeer in my wife's uncle's backyard. <laughs> That's in Sweden. They're tiny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Tall. It wasn't really big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or, yeah, it was a reindeer. Yeah. Casey, does the golf course count as the wild? It does. Okay. It does. I mean, as long as it depends it's not. on which hole it is. Dude, I, somebody sent me a video yesterday of this alligator. Got to be who, on the back nine. Who <laughs> there was a fence in between him and where he wanted to go, and it was an iron fence, and he just with his snout was like just bent it open. Yes, it like that's what I was talking about. That yes. footage, yeah, Marissa. Casey, I've never aligned with you more. I get it so much. I want to see a bear so badly. When I was in Colorado last summer, we literally started walking around the dumpsters. Oh my god! On the resort, Marissa, because there- Matt was like. If you if we're going to see a bear, it's going to be near the dumpsters. So we just started walking through parking lots to do it. There's every shot that you can see a bear down in Florida. In Florida, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. See, so yeah. when I was driving across New Mexico these last couple of times, I just I was chupacabra. Like, no elk. Elk. My buddy went elk hunting in in New Mexico. I was like, oh my gosh, New Mexico has giant elk. I'm, I want to find an elk. Have you been to Yellowstone? Not yet. Yeah, you will so- see elk. The, Guaranteed. It's, if you go to Yellowstone, it's like going on an African safari. It's like driving around Great Adventure. They, 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 and you'll see where an animal is by the number of uh, cars that yes. are parked on, a lot of, uh, on the long side of the road. Because can you people just stop drive, and get out. Can you just drive through? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I don't know how this like national park system works. I, I mean, like, it's massive. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. you know, Yellowstone's bigger than Rhode Island. Yellowstone uh, is multiple vo- vo- uh, vacations. It's, it's, right. it's just... There's so much to see, but if you're if all of these animals are on your list except for the gators, mm-hmm. you can probably go see many of them in the. And I know you can go see but a that, lot of them. I said the gators are vacationing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bears. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And by the way, I love alligators way more than crocodiles. I think that just the um, the wider snout is cooler looking. I just think they look more badass. Crocodiles are very. I know you know, more aggressive, especially the saltwater crocodiles of. Australia. Yeah. Um, Annabelle. Uh, Mr. Uh, Peanut sent me a video. He was he saw an alligator by some pond, and he showed me the video. His friends are yelling at him, like, dude, get away. He was as close as you are to me, Preston. Yeah, and they can run. Uh, and his mouth was open. He was yeah. like, uh, like, back off, buddy. Now that gators, or now that uh, pythons are running wild in the Everglades, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a, you know, 18-foot-long oh, python in the they're wild. They're out there, yeah. That'd be pretty interesting. And I've seen... Mm. In the Keys, uh, when we stayed there, uh, iguana were oh, yeah. all over the place. I mean, like, we were sitting there having lunch, and one of them jumped up 
and uh, a gal that was traveling with us uh, jumped up in her lap to try to get to her food. Rattlesnake. That's crazy. I want to see a rattlesnake. rattlesnake? I've yeah. seen rattlesnakes in nature. When we uh, when we lived out in California, when I was in third grade, uh, I would hear them at night. Wow. Yeah. Case, uh, you want to go some elk in Pennsylvania? You can do that too. Where? Uh, elk County, believe it or not. Oh. North yeah. Central PA, but like they they have uh, there's an elk reservation up there, and so there's an alligator world there too. There's an alligator. Well, actually, Clyde Feeling, Clyde Feeling, which by the way, drive route up Route 15 is yeah. awesome. Yep. But that's not in the wild. Yeah. Uh, so so you have a list of animals you want to see in the wild. Yeah. Uh, anything. Like that would that would uh, lead you to taking an African safari or something like that. Would you like to see an elephant in the wild? I or? would. Yeah, that would be awesome. I just that is really cost prohibitive, and time prohibitive, and all that. Went on safari and got to see that. Got to see gorillas. Got to actually sit there. You have to sit motionless and kind of keep your eyes down. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole group of gorillas that were moving in and around her. I was at. That's a, insane. Yeah. yeah, I would never do that. Yeah, we were at a uh, golf outing, and they had the you know afterwards they had uh, um, the reception, and you could vote, um, bid on pri- on these on, on gorillas. On, 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 no, but one of the things you could bid on was an African safari. <laughs> wow, nobody, Steve. This is like an eight ten thousand dollars. I know. People were not bidding on it, and I'm sitting. I texted my wife. I'm like, can I? I mean. Do you want to go on an hour? And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, you go to charity events sometimes and Mm -hmm. there is a big vacation package and you, you know, and and nobody's bidding on it. Go for it. We bought one. Yeah. Uh, It was, it's a vacation to Costa Rica. How was it? Oh, so wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us about it. (laughs) Never. COVID hit. The people you bought it with, are you even friends with them anymore? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Kathy, we started, um, I think there were like, Five separate groups of us, five like separate couples pitched in, and we all just said, okay, because it was for like 10 people. And we yeah. were like, great, perfect. We'll all pitch in, we'll do this. Uh, all but four of us have, or two couples have flaked out. Oh, so man. it's just us and the Chapmans well, wh- now. Oh, but, but it's still good. We, we, but now we just have to find the time where we can do it because we've had to, we had to keep putting it off. Are they going to have it this year? Yeah. Everyone raves over Costa Rica. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to go next year. Right. Wasn't Maryland on in it? Maryland was she part of it. She doesn't even live here. She doesn't even live here anymore. <laughs> He's in Tucson now. Arizona. I yeah. mean, she could still meet you there. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, I also, oh, so, you know, you see dolphins. You can see them cresting in the, uh, in the ocean. In the water. But like... When I went out on a whale watch, I didn't see any whales, but the dolphins were swimming right next to the boat. That was way cooler, you know? Well, you got to see, if you get a chance to go on a successful whale watch, and I've been on many of them. Actually, the best one I was ever on was out of Boston. Yeah. uh, And that was amazing. Wintertime? No, summer. It was uh, it was August. Okay, summer is yeah. the season here. Yeah, okay. there, yeah, there are some great places uh, in Massachusetts. You do it off of Cape Cod. You can do it off of Cape Ann. Um, and, uh, yes, uh, Steve, I've done it as well. And Casey, like, it is really cool to see the dolphins coming out of the water and doing their jumps and whatever. But it, it, when the boat on a whale watch cuts the engines and the whale just kind of, like, floats over to the side of the boat and sometimes they're on their back and their flukes are well, going up Nick, and out of the water. You... I mean, it's amazing. It really is. You will see. And they make that sound. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, when you when you, you will start to see, and you notice, Nick, um, you'll start to see the water get a little greener as yeah. they're, as they're, the the These algae poil, right. uh, pool, uh, pools poils no poils yeah, yeah. McPoils. The McPoils from, it's always sunny. Uh, but and then I they, bought and you some poils. <laughs> But they come up, and it is astonishing. Yeah, I act, yeah, I uh, I have actually been out. If you go to Cape Cod, I don't know why we're talking about this, but but um, there is a uh, I forget the name of the resort, 
but there is sort of an inlet there, and you can take a boat out, and there are loads of seals that just... Oh, I want to see a seal in the wild. Oh, Casey, what happens is, is that the seals come into the this inlet you because haven't? there are great white sharks out side so there's a chase them in but the boat cuts you know it's like a like a like a 15 16 foot runabout and they are all around oh, you, bobbing up and down looking up it's just amazing i saw a seal in the wild in monterey and it was uh yeah. and, and i came walking right up to it yeah um and i thought maybe it was sick or something was Preston? wrong with it <laughs> and so i was concerned about it but i found out since that they say don't go anywhere near them no. they're fine i had the same they thing they don't need any help uh, they're wild animals and they're fine were you visiting um uh, uh the the hearst estate uh, no i mean i did on that trip but no this was in monterey this all right so, so same sort of deal same yeah. stretch of uh, when mm-hmm. there, I, there are all these people getting out of their cars so we go over to the beach and they're there and the first thing they're not doing well. No, oh. they're just bathing in the yeah, sun. Okay. Well, and and sometimes if they're uh, if it's a female and she's pregnant, she'll come out and stay out for a while right. and sit on a beach or, or wherever she is. Yep. Um, the whale watching, though, and the dolphin watching, like, I would love to see that, but that's something I would never pay money for on the chance that you're going to go out and see nothing. I have been, it's a risk you take. Yeah. yeah. I've, you may, I've never not seen something. Uh, one of the really cool ones to do is the killer whale watch off of uh, the Vancouver Island, yeah. which is, you see, I mean, you're like, when you see something you're so used to seeing in nature documentaries and you see it right there where it lives, it's like, dear Dude, God. <laughs> I still get a little joy when I see groundhogs. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know oh, yeah. why. They're funny. You know? I had a whole family of them living under my deck. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Casey? Yeah. <laughs> Do they have babies? Yeah. They're adorable. They're adorable. Not Casey, as adorable. Hold, my, hold my baby. Yeah, but baby bunnies are the most adorable <sighs> uh, of all baby animals, I think. Yes. Mm. That yeah. opinion is correct. It's, it is, it's a correct <laughs> yeah, opinion. That's a fact. Baby animals? Uh, yeah. oh, baby. In general? Baby bunnies. Baby oh, bunnies. Baby bunnies. Are the cutest yeah, of all baby animals. It's like uh, Biddle Bottles. The bait way. Baby bunnies are the cutest of all baby animals. Yeah, yeah. Baby, baby seals are cute. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I, mean, I love I love kittens, kittens. puppies, kittens, but bunnies. I mean, um, come on. I mean, they're Ears. cute, but oh, you know what, man? Uh, baby ducks are pretty adorable. They are. Yeah, they smell like basset hounds are actually really cute. Disgusting. What? Ducks? No, the ducks. Do you know oh, sorry, ducks? I was what looking is... at Preston while you continue. I'm just to saying they look cute. Yeah, they do. Baby okay. ducks are cute. If you <laughs> can graft the front half of a baby bunny onto a baby duck, oh, it, it'll probably die quicker. Dude, yeah. I posted a video the other day of a puppy and a duck that were baby, baby puppies. <laughs> baby. So, baby, baby versions of puppies? Yeah, no, a duckling and a puppy. A puppling. A puppling. They were hanging through the puppy, grabbed the duck by its, by its mouth and was carrying the, the duck around. Uh-huh. And then he, like, put them down, and they were just hanging out and cuddling. They're very caring. Some t- I saw this great footage. It was a, It's of a lion caring for a uh, an antelope, and it's carrying oh. it around by its throat. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's adorable. That's adorable. And then it's, it, it must have been something internally wrong with it because then the... It performed surgery on it. Okay, Steve. Did that line introduce the baby uh, antelope to its young? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were all looking for the tumor. It's really cute. It's almost as cute as when you see a deer sleeping on the side of the road, Uh or the sign that says "free deer." Free deer. (laughs) By the way, if Casey does indeed see a gator while we're in Florida, we're going to chronicle it. We have to do something, and we'll bring it back. We have to have some kind of a prize or, I don't know, a contest. I don't know what. Mm. It's, um, trying to think of any other animals that might be indigenous to Florida. Do you know the first Panther. time The first time Preston and I ever saw a outside of a zoo, they had a thing down there. It was famous for years. 
uh, uh, Lion Country Safari. Mm-hmm. It had that famous sign, "Trespassers will be eaten," and it was. Uh, and you, you, you. It, it's the first place I ever went to where you drive through and they're out and about. And it was pretty. I don't know if it still exists. Was Carol Baskin down in Florida? <laughs> yeah, she was, or was that or was that Texas? There was no. Our, she was outside of Tampa, wasn't she? She was both. I think somebody was in Tampa. Yeah, Carol Baskin. Yeah, she tried to. Um, didn't she try to buy the one in Texas? Yes. The, the that dudes? might have been it. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Was yeah, there was she, one in- yes, she had the nonprofit animal sanctuary based near Tampa. Carol Baskin. Killed her husband. Whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers. They snack it. What's happening? Carol Baskin. Baskin. I'd like to see a manatee. I think that'd be cool. Oh, that's cool. cool. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. yeah. Also Some, in Florida. Someone from Carol Baskin's camp if she has a camp uh did reply to me um oh yeah this was a while ago um they declined her coming on our show uh but maybe she's in tampa by the way she can come with us to universal lion country safari still exists it does oh, all right where is that it's in uh next to carol basket no it's in, it's in um <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in florida i think it's outside of uh, it's probably further south than where you are. Casey, you know what else lives in Florida is armadillos. Armadillos? Uh-huh. Armadillos. All over the place. Uh, all right, so maybe you see an armadillo yeah. in the wild. Panthers are very rare uh, in Florida. You don't get to see them very often. They're very secret. Yes. You had mentioned uh, panthers. It's, it's, uh, the Lion Country Safari is Luxahatchee. Is that, by the way, the where they got Florida Panthers uh-huh. from? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's like uh, Nittany Lions in PA, you know, like indigenous to, um, they are mountain lions that are indigenous to Florida. So they are the Florida Panthers. It's like Maine it's alligators. Not, yeah. Not yeah. many well, mountains in Florida. What was that Correct. story? Well, you had, it was a story where they, they found, species. they found an alligator. Remember, it was like in the Bizarre File, it was, it was like in, in FDR, Maine. right? FDR Park was that it? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, that was it. That was a Cayman. Oh, right. But, but this was, um, this was actually, I think up in Maine, out in, in the wild. Now, clearly it had been did. abandoned or something. Right. But, yeah. All right, right. So, hang on. What's the difference between a caiman and an alligator? Uh, you, you, you can. I've never had an alligator in my chest. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's a legit question. You, you... Caiman are Caimans smaller? Are smaller. Yeah, okay. It's, it's like saying what's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. They're, they're different species. Wow. But, yeah. yeah. What's the difference between <laughs> Abu Dhabi? <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Well, anyhow, uh, we are leaving tomorrow right. after the program and uh, getting on a plane. We're headed to FLA. We're flying into Orlando. We're driving to to the Clearwater area, uh, spend the night, Friday morning, get up, go to the ballpark, broadcast live. Looking forward to this. Who's going to be on our show, by the way, Nick? Can we start mentioning yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, um, Reese Hoskins is coming back. We've had Reese on a few times, and it'll be really cool because we haven't had him on uh, in the last uh, two or three years. Uh, Brandon Marsh. I'm really excited to meet yeah. Brandon Marsh. Mm-hmm. He, he's apparently a, a fascinating guy, a great dude. Also had a terrific playoff run. Um, we're waiting on Bryce. We're st- hoping to have Bryce Harper on. And then uh, our buddy Charlie Manuel is going to stop by. Uh, Larry Bowers going to be there. Yeah, I think uh, T-Mac from the broadcast team is going to be there as well. Excellent. We've gotten closer with Charlie Manuel. I'd, I'd like yeah. to Charlie, see yeah, He enjoys man. coming in on the show. He does. He really likes it. And, and, and his wife's a, a they are. Charlie and Missy are just really nice, decent people. And uh, he spends most of the year in Florida now. So, um, yeah, we'll get to see him as well. Nice. All right, so that's all happening on Friday. And then, obviously, 
Uh, after that, we drive to Orlando and we get ready for a live broadcast from Universal Studios. This, the part of that is all amazing. The, mm. the fact that we have five of those vacations to give away is just blows me away. And it's they're so they're they're really amazing vacations. Yep, we start giving those away on Monday. All right, let's break. Come back in a second. We'll share some bizarre file stories with you, my friend. Hang out. We'll be back in just a few. MMR's Rockin' St. Patrick's Day. Telco style, don't you know? It's a huge MMR party and a live 3 to 7 broadcast with Brett Porsche at Dolan's Bar on East Sellers Avenue in Ridley Park. Just off I-95, exit 8, and a short stumble to and from the Ridley Park train station. Enjoy live bands, food vendors, and drink specials at Delco's Greatest Irish Dive. WMMR.com has all the details. So Friday, come shake your shillelagh at the Big D with Brent Porsche and 93.3 WMMR. MMR. Everything that rocks your St. Patrick's Day. Just a reminder, because I mentioned, uh, you know, weather being good on, on the St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Brent Porsche doing a show live, broadcasting from Dolan's Bar in Ridley Park. That's going to be a blowout. Three to seven, and you can enter the chance to win concert tickets. Brent's going to win uh, an award, or he will award a winner each every the Rotary hour. Club. Giving him an award. He gets an yet. award for being a member of the Rotary Club. Be that. Wait, make sure you witness that. Uh, and the Kiwanis are going to be Absolutely. there. Everybody. So, uh, plus there's going to be live bands, uh, food vendors with Knights tra- of Columbus, traditional Irish food, yeah. Guinness and Harp on Tap, drink specials, Delco's Greatest Irish Dive Bar. Casey, you 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 know this place clearly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. it's it's, it's going to be amazing. And you can, uh, by the way, text Patrick, uh, text the word Patrick to 39333, and we'll send you a link with all the details, WMMR.com. Then I want to give another little plug. Uh, our friends at uh, the Union Fire Association, uh, who've helped us out before, they filled up our dumpster pool. They had uh, <laughs> they gave Casey the big send-off on his uh, big adventure. Uh, they have a comedy event this Saturday at 8 p.m., and it's going to be at Station 28 Fire Hall in Bella Kenwood. Uh, and they will have performances by, it's it's a comedy night, so you got uh, Jimmy Schubert, cool. La, uh, Latisse, and the host is Kirk Gardner, and it's a BYOB and intended for mature audiences only, and the fundraiser is for the Union Fire Association. So uh, get the tickets, they start at 20 bu- 25 bucks, and uh, you can go through the link at the Union Fire Association Facebook page, and it's also posted on PrestonandSteve.com. All right, Bizarre File, here we go. No. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. Lower your, your home heating cost with the same-day system tune-up from Horizon Services, heating, cooling, and plumbing, and electrical. And you do it for $79. Get your spring service for just $59. Uh, book fast at horizonezbook.com. Dot com. Uh, I love this story, and I know we've heard similar things before, but these never get old to me. Missing your flight can be a nightmare, but unknowingly booking the wrong flight to the wrong country <laughs> yeah. is in a category all its own. And that's apparently what happened to one TikToker and her friend when they accidentally planned a trip to Budapest. Uh, now, unfortunately, instead of getting tickets to Budapest, the two friends mistakenly purchased tickets to Bucharest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Another Eastern European city located in Romania. Uh, by the looks of her TikTok, uh, Sophie Alice and her BFF didn't actually catch the air until they made it to the airport. She filmed the reaction 
while going to board the flight, which was clearly marked Bucharest at the gate. Uh, and she wrote in the post caption, they sound similar, right? Uh, since it was too late to go back, the two friends decided to see what Bucharest had to offer. Why not? And chronicled their surprise trip and their subsequent TikToks once there. Uh, they visited castles, strolled city streets, drank in a local beer house, and uh, checked out other cultural landmarks. And you know what? They ended up having a great time. Uh, they ended up uh, enjoying their trip altogether. It was a category on Jeopardy a couple of weeks ago. It was Budapest, Bucharest, or Brest. Oh, really? Which is another city in Europe. And uh, yeah, so you had to know which one of those was which. I've told the story on the air before, but my uncle thought he was going to um, Palm Springs, California, and ended up in Palm Beach, yeah. Florida, and did not know wow. until they touched down. I have a friend that went... Uh, this lake is huge. ...was planning on going to Portland, Maine, and got on the plane for Portland, Oregon. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Opposite ends of the country. Uh-huh. Complete opposite ends. In, in both scenarios. Yeah. A man had his favorite pair of Nike sneakers tattooed onto his feet, so he is never without them. I I, I saw the tattoo. It looks, what's the word? Dumb. They're terrible. Uh, Blazege Ambrozek of the U.K. took his love for his favorite pair of Jordans to the very next level when he decided to have them tattooed onto his skin. Uh, Following a painful eight-hour tattoo session... Uh, Belzege doesn't have to worry about leaving the house without his favorite pair of shoes. Uh, And by the way, they call them trainers in the UK. Mm -hmm. He said it was a spontaneous decision to get the trainer tattoo, but I really like the idea because it is different and not something that you see very often. No, he's not on the same. He said, I love all kinds of uh, Nike trainers, but Jordans are my absolute favorite. So I decided that this was the pair that I would uh, base my design on. It was a very painful experience. Uh, The worst part was my toes and my heels. Uh, But it was worth the pain as the tattoo looks great, he said. Uh, Dean Gunther, a tattoo artist, used his 15 years of tattooing experience to draw the perfect replica of his favorite shoes perfectly on his feet. He said, I thought it was funny. Uh, His wife found it funny, too. I think it's definitely a great icebreaker, and he is a grown man, so I guess he can do whatever he wants. (laughs) He said, I'd specialize in color realism tattoos, and this is something completely different that he went for. But it it looks ridiculous. (laughs) At least 18 female guards in the U.K.'s cushiest prison have reportedly been fired or resigned amid a flurry of sordid sexual accusations. Sex stuff in prison? Including, yeah, but between the guards oh, and, wow. the, uh, and the inmates, uh, including claims of uh, sex inside cells and one guard smuggling her underwear to an inmate. Uh, HMP Berwin which is also Britain's largest facility, has been hit with various claims of illicit affairs and inappropriate relationships between guards and inmates since it opened in 2017 with three former workers sentenced in a 2019 scandal. Now, 18 have been fired. Uh, 18 of the women were either fired or resigned, actually, uh, from a single jail. Actually, it is apparently a record. Uh, Since 2019, a total of 31 women across England and Wales have been fired from jails for intimate relationships with inmates. Uh, former guard Jennifer Gavin, for example, was sentenced to eight months in jail after guilty to misconduct. She had accepted about $180 from an inmate smuggling him a cell phone, which they later used to exchange raunchy photos with. Wow. Mark Fairhurst, uh, chain of the, uh, chair of the Prisons Association, uh, pinned the blame on the recent spate of affairs and firings on the wrong kind of women getting hired. 
Another former guard, Emily Watson. The wrong kind of women. Was jailed for a year for having a fling with an inmate named John McGee. She was jailed for performing a sex act on the inmate in his cell. You're a complete dirty <laughs> whore. And another former guard, Ashley Je- Gunn, was jailed for a year after having sexual relationship with an- another inmate. Uh, and Do they gun- actually have time to do their jobs? Gunn was accused of smuggling a pair of her underwear to the man, and investigators found photos of Gunn and him kissing among the former card's possessions. So apparently there's a, a lot of that taking place. And underwear smuggling is very lucrative. In the U.K. A major fail for a would-be carjacker after he stole a car at gunpoint in an East Memphis driveway and then crashed it a few feet away into a pole. The 22-year-old victim watched as the carjacker backed into a utility pole and then got stuck. He couldn't go anywhere. The victim's mother said she and her husband pulled into the driveway moments after the carjacking and crashed. She said the carjacker was forced to leave the Honda Element behind and ran off. The victim's mom said her son had pulled into the driveway around 8.30 p.m. Friday when a man opened his car door, pointed a gun at him, and told him to get out of the vehicle and hand over his keys and wallet. She said that the carjacker was trying to back out of their tricky driveway. (laughs) He rolled down the window for some reason, and that's when her son realized the carjacker's gun was missing a barrel, and he reached in and started punching the carjacker. (laughs) Not his day. She said that caused him to clip the side of the house and back into the pole, and he got stuck there. Uh, the, trying to steal a car and nothing works. The carjacker took the victim's iPhone, but uh, police pinged the cell and found it later in a dumpster. They weren't. Uh, they were able to cable, uh, recover prints from the phone and the car, but so far have not made an arrest. By the way, tricky driveways suck. Oh yeah. I mean, I know a couple of friends who have them. Yeah. And I dread pulling into their driveway. They're used to it because they go in and out right, of it right. every day. But I, there's a couple of them, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wreck, or I'm gonna run into their yard. I'm gonna get stuck in it or something. There was a friend who had their house was sort of so you drive it off the street and then you drive down the driveway to their garage. There was this lip, this bump at the top that would always scrape the bottom of the car. Yeah, and like you had, and you couldn't park on the street. I got stuck in my friend's yard twice. We <laughs> <laughs> did rained, and it just dug these ruts in, and my dad had to come and take a tow cable and pull me out. All right, and there you go. That's the last story in the bizarre file. We will take a break. We'll come back in a second. We shall see if you've been listening all morning along or not, because we're going to have a lesson question about today's program. Trash and music news coming up, too. Stay with us. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because... Nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. Prestonandsteve.com. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're together. We have stuff to do, things to give away. That makes it a beautiful day. We'll get to our secret text word in a little while. Still got a moment or two to get on that for the Steel Panther Show on St. Patrick's Day at the Keswick Theater. Uh, text secret to 39333. We're going to do something wholly different right now. And we are going to give away a pair of tickets to see Cats on Friday at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. My wife saw it last night. And? Loved it. Excellent. Yes. Well, we are going to give away tickets to that if you can answer this question correctly. Gwyneth Paltrow 
revealed the weirdest thing she's done in pursuit of wellness is rectal ozone therapy. But Steve uses something similarly sounding but completely different therapy. What is it? 215-263-WMMR. Gwyneth Paltrow uses ozone therapy rectally. (laughs) And Steve uses what other type of therapy? Rectally. 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Painting Pups. They deliver the highest quality craftsmanship and service when painting your home. Ask about the 0% financing options. And book a free estimate today at paintingpups.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Kiska, known as the world's loneliest orca whale at Marineland in Niagara Falls, Ontario, has died. Marineland officials say their only remaining attraction is Despair, the suicidal sea lion. Hey! Joe Exotic says the hit Netflix series Tiger King actually ruined his life. Exotic says that had he never signed that deal with Netflix, he would more than likely be a high-powered ventured capitalist. Oh, my God. And finally, Siegfried and Roy's former Las Vegas home has been purchased for $3 million by Brett Cardin of Cardin International Circus. Apparently, the Siegfried and Roy house is so flamboyant that it makes RuPaul's home look like a marine barracks. (laughs) And that's your holly we are looking for the answer to this question. Gwyneth Paltrow revealed the weirdest thing she's done in pursuit of wellness is rectal ozone therapy. And Steve uses which similarly sounding but completely different rectal therapy. 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Jose and see if we can get the answer. So let me say hi. Hey, Jose, good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. That's all right, Jose. So. <laughs> what is the similarly sounding, completely different therapy that Steve uses, please? Frozone therapy. Frozone <laughs> therapy is correct. Jose, hang on. We're going to go see Cats uh, Friday at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. Cats is at the Kimmel Cultural Campus uh, now through Sunday. Uh, tickets and information at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3. Music News brought to you by A.D. Moyer, your professional source for decks, windows, doors, millwork, and more. ADMoyer.com. On Monday, um, Carrie Underwood surprised her audience when she welcomed Axl Rose to the stage with her. The Guns N' Roses singer joined her on the band's iconic hit, Welcome to the Jungle. There was audio, that, but it was on the phone, and it was like it was really kind of crappy, yeah. They've joined forces a few times before, and following the show, Carrie thanked him on social media. She wrote, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Thanks, Axel, for showing up once again to make the great times even better. I'll forever feel like it was all a dream, but these dreams are my favorite ones. Steve, was it you who said we are dealing with a very different Axel Rose nowadays? Like, it- Yeah, both President and I observed yeah. that this, this is a guy who... He's he's at the uh, the, the Lisa Marie uh, funeral. Right. Uh, he's you know all these requests and these things that he's doing and and uh, he's saying things that he never would have said years ago about you know obligations to the audience and so on and so forth. It's it's pretty wild. I think he's lost a little weight too. Yeah, yeah. just a little bit. He, he could uh, he could slim up some more, but he he looks happier than I've ever seen him. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah, also, for sure. his singing style has changed quite a bit. I don't know if you've heard him sing lately, but you raised me. <laughs> I can't believe that's still going 
I really want to get Josh Groban on the show. Oh, he, I would love to. That'd be great. If he, I think he'd get a kick out of what we're doing with it. I was so happy to see this. It's happened. Queen guitarist Brian May was knighted by King Charles in London's Buckingham Palace on March 14th. Brian May. According to the Ultimate Classic Rock, May received the honor for his contributions to music and his charity work. Uh, following the Mr. ceremony, May's most august by time to the Right? Scaramouche. I'm not feeling well. <laughs> Following the ceremony... If uh, I may digress for a moment, because there has been a deep desire of mine to see an alligator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> huh. Wow. <laughs> you were the king, Case. <laughs> it seemed like the appropriate time to, uh, to mention that, I guess. All right. Uh, may... Well, I hope you're able to do that. <laughs> Confused him. That's wonderful, Your Highness. Um, <clears throat> May spoke on receiving the honor from uh, King Charles and said we've had various conversations. I'm so sorry that Freddie couldn't make it this event. He's dead, Your Highness. Oh, back to the alligator. Uh, he said uh, we've had various conversations over the years, and I. Uh, I like to feel that we have a kind of friendship. I have enormous respect for him. I think he's been through some very difficult times and always behaved with incredible grace and dignity. Uh, the British government announced at the end of last year that May would be the recipient of the honor. So he is now a knight. That is cool. Yeah. You would have to imagine at this point Freddie Mercury would have been knighted, right? Yeah, I would have to believe that, yeah. Uh, Metallica has acquired Furnace, one of America's largest vinyl manufacturing companies. Uh, according to Variety, the acquisition formalizes a longstanding relationship between the band and the company, which has produced more than 5 million pieces of Metallica vinyl since 2014. Uh, the projects inside the deluxe box set editions of Metallica's Kill 'Em All, or they, they do include, I'm sorry, uh, Ride the Lightning, Master Puppets, and Justice for All, uh, S&M 2, and self-titled albums as well. So they bought a, they bought that. So and, and vinyl is continuing to grow. It surpassed uh, popularity. Uh, CDs, CDs. Yeah. back isn't that wild? That yeah. seems so. Um, you know, uh, it's kind a of reverse. the thing to do. Yeah. yeah, it's nostalgic. All right, and then finally, this is really interesting. Uh, drummer Carmine Apice, who's actually been here in our studio before. Uh, has opened up about guitarist Mick Mars' experience on the Motley Crue Stadium Tour. During an interview uh, with Ultimate Guitar, uh, Carmine said, Well, I'll tell you what, I've been talking to Mick, and he told me, when I was on the stadium tour, I was not happy. Basically, he said everything was on tape. It was all planned out and ultimately a lot of crap, and Mick is a pretty good player, and so to now let him loose and play the way he wants... That was never going to work for him. The truth is that everything has been weird for a while with Motley Crue, and Mick didn't like that everything was on tape. So it's sort of like Motley Crue in a can? Yeah, he said Mick told me that uh, the the people that came to see it could tell Mm -hmm. and that it was all pre-recorded and that everything was on tape. He said, when you play in a stadium like that, you can hear a lot of things uh, come on monitors or what doesn't. And with uh, Vince's vocals, bass, drums, and guitars, and all the other stuff, it was obvious that it was all recorded. And Mick was pissed off and said, I can play these things. I want to play them. I don't want to make believe that I'm playing them. So I think that's one of the reasons why he said, I'm done. 
And he said, sure, the disease that he has doesn't help and it doesn't make life easy on tour, but Mick can play all those licks and he was allowed to. Uh, and uh, that's pretty wild. To. I wonder how many bands. I mean, if if you reach that point in your career, it depends on what your level of motivation is. But I wonder how many bands do sort of default to that. We know the Kiss. Yeah. Caught. You know, Kiss yeah. is very critical of other bands, and it turns out that they do a bit of it themselves. Yep. They sound uh, a lot like Josh Groban in concert now. Oh, no, really? Um. So it's not turned up enough, and I. Shut the f- up! Um. By the way. <laughs> Uh, he also confirmed that uh, Mick wasn't getting along with the band. He said uh, he had his own means of travel and would travel alone on a bus while the other guys flew everywhere. He said, man, these guys are pissing their money away flying to every gig. Uh, they were all busy still trying to be rock stars, and Mick just wanted to play the music. Mick wasn't interested in wasting time <laughs> and money flying everywhere, so he traveled by bus. Their lifestyles are different than his, and so there were a lot of disagreements, and I think he was just done. Wasn't he kind of, but He's always been sort of the curmudgeon of the band right yeah. from the get-go, right? Yeah. He so said he, they, was, he, he was the purest of the musicians, yeah? Uh, he said they were supposed to have done their last tour, and then they came back, and then they did the stadium tour, and that was apparently supposed to be the last. So when they came back again, he said, you know what, you can do it, and I'm not going to go out with you for this, uh, or out with Me. you for this. So, so that's part of the reason why, that's according to Carmine Apiece, mind you, uh, that uh, that he bailed on the whole thing. So, all right, and there you go. That's the last item in music news. Santa's got to go. Take a break. Santa's got to go. We'll come back in just a moment, and we will get into the. Well, actually, before we do that, before Santa's got to go, um, Kathy, I need a number caller for secret oh. transfer. Ooh, fifteen. All right, caller fifteen two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the secret text word. We'll come back with a winner in just a second. Stay with us. Uh, Santa's got to go. MMR's Rockin' St. Patrick's Day. Telco style, don't you know? It's a huge MMR party and a live 3 to 7 broadcast with Red Porsche at Dolan's Bar on East Sellers Avenue in Ridley Park. Just off I-95, exit 8, and a short stumble to and from the Ridley Park train station. Enjoy live bands, food vendors, and drink specials at Delco's Greatest Irish Dive. WMMR.com has all the details. So Friday, come shake your shillelagh at the Big D with Brent Porsche and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your St. Patty's Day. On a Wednesday morning, wrapping up our program, Wednesdays do mean that we give some goodies away. And, uh, well, we are, we're always giving stuff away, but we do the secret text word on Wednesday mornings. Uh, Kathy had called in for caller number 15, I believe. And that's who we're going to go to to see if we can give away our prize. And it is Paula that we have here. Hi there, Paula. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, Paula. All right, so if you give us the one secret text word, we give you the tickets that we have here. So what is that secret text word, please? I hope it's Tommy. Tommy, yes. That is correct, Paula, as in Tommy, Tom, Tom, Thompson. All right, Paula, hang on the line. We're going to give you tickets to see... Steel Panther, the On the Prowl World Tour, Friday at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, featuring MMRBQ alums Crobot and Tragedy, the heavy metal Bee Gees tribute band. <laughs> and I hope, Paula, that you are familiar with Steel Panther's music, because if not, and you walk in there and you don't know it, you won't. <laughs> it may scare you. Uh, but it's hilarious. And we also gonna, we're also going to give away the tickets to a random texture, and that was Mike Walker. 
who's from uh, Juliustown, New Jersey. Well, heard of that. Not familiar with Juliustown, New Jersey. Uh, but, Mike, congratulations. You're going to get to go see Seal Panther St. Patrick's Day at the Keswick Theater. Uh, some tickets do remain, and you can go to WMMR.com to get all the details and how you can grab some tickets for that event. So, we welcome uh, Pierre Robert to the studio this morning. Nice to see you, sir. Greetings. Uh, uh, very windy outside. Yeah, yes. I was going to ask what the nature, or what it's like, because yesterday was ridiculously windy, and I assume it's a little bit like that. It's it's very much like that. Maybe wow. even in Titchmore. It doesn't wow. look so bad. Okay. Temperature-wise, not so bad, but the wind will make it worse. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Nature of the beast. We're going to get the letter of the day, then we're going to find out how you're going to keep people occupied on this windy day, but you ready for the letter? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. G is in green. All right. And we're going to give away a Pisic round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. And Landis Block, you can start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery available online at LandisBC.com. By the way, uh, Juliustown uh, is an unincorporated community. Uh, within Springfield Township, New Jersey. It's right okay. next to uh, Fort Dix and, and McGuire. Okay. And near yeah. Orangetown. Julius. Yeah. Orange Julius. Julius. Yes. Also near uh, Barktown. Barkley Clown. Uh, no. Julius Irving uh, and Charles uh, Barkley. Uh, ah. I'm actually impressed with that. that I is, don't know. I just yeah. know the things I know. I know what I know. Did you like Orange Juliuses? Yeah. yeah I used actually, to love those. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about them. Do they still make them? There, uh, I yes. think there are a handful of them around. Yeah, there, might be there one are. In the King of Prussia Mall. Maybe. My dad loved them when we were in California. It was one of the places he loved to go, and I was never a fan of the Orange Julius stand. Oh, I love However, them. they had good. Um, I think they had hamburgers that they made as well there. Mm, wow. Yeah, and they were very good. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Uh, you got cool stuff going on today, man. Action packed. Yeah, I got uh, very cool um, uh, tickets for Government Mule doing. Dark Side of the Mule <laughs> at I the Hard that. Rock. It's great. Uh, in July. But the big news, the breaking gigantic news is I have a pair of Bruce Springsteen tickets. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. Now, Kevin Gunn has made these wonderful vinaigrettes, which we play three times a day, 11 a.m., 4 p.m., and 8 p.m. And these vignettes, as it's properly said, uh, have a great little story about Bruce and Philly in the station. We follow it with a Bruce song. Now, right after that, at 11 o'clock, shortly after 11, I will tell you how I'm going to give these tickets away. All right. So stay tuned after the vinaigrette uh, for the main course. And if you don't get uh, tickets with you, we'll have a pair tomorrow morning. That's right. We'll give away two, and we'll reveal how we're going to do that in the morning. We're going to make people work a little bit for it. I have the final pair. You have the final, final pair. Yeah. Yes, that's cool. Plus, we have a workforce block of the Grateful Dead for Phil Lesh's birthday. Uh, We will um, have a block of Muse to get ready for the show coming up this weekend. And uh, Nancy Hart has a birthday. uh, Nancy Wilson of Hart, excuse me, has a birthday tomorrow. (laughs) Nancy Hart of Wilson. Nancy Hart of the band Wilson, which had a great song. Yeah, they Uh, would perform behind a fence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was called Crazy on Me. Um, But... um, Nancy Hart of Wilson, uh, we will do a block of them 
Uh, I, Wilson only has one song, so I'm going to have to stretch. <laughs> all right, all right, I got I'll, you. I'll come up with it. We'll make it work. Uh, let me thank the fine sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. The program today has been brought to you by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Sequoia Outback, making up backyards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley for over 25 years. DeckSupplies.com. And also, Villanova uh, University's College of Professional Studies. Uh, pursue the next year. Tomorrow on our program, which will be our last day in the Philadelphia studios, we head to uh, the ballpark in Clearwater Yes, uh, right after the show tomorrow. But uh, we'll, it'll be a nice treat because our good friend Burt Kreischer will be joining us nice. on tomorrow's program. His Tools special good. debuted. Spend some time with him and do some other things while we're at it. That's it. We're done. So rage on. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Griffith Energy Services is celebrating 125 years in business. We're offering $250 off an AC or heat pump, plus special financing with approved credit. Contact Griffith Energy Services today for this offer and many more as we celebrate our 125th anniversary. Griffith specializes in train, but surfaces all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Griffith Energy Services. Oh, oh. Dog on dependable. License number MTHVACR012278.